I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. I want you to get mad. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. Welcome, everybody. Uh, well, everybody listening, all the millions of listeners of IMI Radio. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You won't be able to argue with God without. Uh, you've got to have some skills. You've got to have some skills. Thank you for having me on your wonderful show. Yeah, I mean, if we are not on our toes in 2020, we will be on our knees in 2030. Hey, how about that? I am on radio. I mean, it's so good, he doesn't even know how good it is. surprise that this was today and today is a beautiful day I must say because I am um, honored I'm very much honored this is absolutely amazing to have Don Moreno uh, with me on the balcony outside waiting for me I will give a short introduction and he will speak in Spanish now I'll make uh, translations uh, in between um, later, later in the editing phase. 
Now I am a professional podcaster. Now professional, I'm not paid, but at least I am doing my best of making a good podcast and I'm succeeding pretty well, I would say. Um, for that, I uh, we will talk about what is happening today, but not only what is happening today, also what has happened over the past 85 years in Colombia. And um, my friend is an extremely well-lived, well-experienced man who has the same issues as I have and probably all the listeners have with the so-called state, the so-called police force, and these kind of people who feel that they are above other people, that they have the right to rule over other people. And that is a concept that is completely anti-natural and therefore anti-God, so therefore satanic, right? Um, And these concepts are today becoming an even bigger division divider in society. Family relations, relations are now breaking up because people are thinking differently. That's happening now. What it also means is that there's a lot of people outside now on the streets. Talk with them, invite them into your house, share what you have, share ideas, listen to them, and let them share what they can share in lessons and learn from them and learn from each other and together we have to be strong now because it's a war we are in war we are in camps we are sitting at home some people are but luckily not everybody and i will now give the microphone to don moreno and he will explain about what is happening talk about what is happening Es la primera vez que dialogo Ajá. con un extranjero, Ajá. como usted. No me gusta ser doble, me gusta ser sencillo y, y decirlo. Me ha caído bien. Y se lo digo así, me ha caído bien. Nombre noble, estudiado, sociable, muy educado, muy decente. No tiene pretensión con nadie. Es decir, tiene todas las cualidades de ser todo un hombre sociable, educado y respetuoso. Entonces, ¿a dónde quiere uno conseguir otra persona así? ¿Eh? ¿No? Aquí está, al lado mío. He's mío. sitting next to me. Yo eh, voy a, bueno, voy a decirlo así. Usted, usted hable. Yo voy para que, para usted que hable no, cualquier no, cosa. Venga. Ahora, hey, estoy aquí. Yo quiero que usted anote mi teléfono. Totalmente. Ahorita vamos a ver. Hay tiempo para... Explica, explica cómo es ahora, explica sí. cómo es la historia, Pacho, todo lo que quiera compartir. Por listo, favor, listo. Habla eso así como eh, estoy aquí hablando. Lo que quiero es que me anote el número de mi teléfono. Totalmente. Y usted me anote el suyo. Totalmente. Nos estamos, co- nos estamos comunicando cuando usted lo desee. Se necesita que lo acompañe cuando usted lo desee con mucho gusto.
Baila mejor, oye mi con, gapagota, oye mi con, gaime tambor. Cuando tú me lleves por las calles a pasear, con mi guarachera blanca bien a fregotar, con luna de ojos tan brillantes como el sol. Saludando a todos con mi traje y mi parón Ay mira papi la conga que linda va Ay mira mami la conga que puede estar Ay mira papi la conga que linda va Ay mira mami la conga que puede estar That's what, uh, noon. Correct. I'm surprised that this isn't, well, Ab, Ab likes to do his chat early in the morning our time. It'll be the evening time. Fakeologies.com. Are you on a EST, Gaia, where you are? Is it the same time zone? The East Coast? Um, now I am, now I am central, and in, in winter I am EST. Because oh, we don't okay. have um, winter summertime here, because it's always the same here. I'm at the equator, right? Okay. So that's yeah. Yeah, I, there's been talk about. I I understand that there's places in Europe that stop daylight savings time. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. With this. Yeah. This place. Okay. Compliance ritual. That is daylight. Compliance ritual. Wow, man, beautiful. That's Chris Kendall, not me. I, I, oh, whoa. Yeah. I credit him for that. Cool. Nice. Okay, yeah. Uh, please, Chris, uh, if you're listening to uh, IMI Radio, 
please uh, join in this chat. did come back a few months been doing a fairly regular i think it's monday night talk yeah indeed he did some um some chats on monday night um and for the second one i think i even made a fakeopedia page because uh, to list some uh, things he talked about i looked up yeah and then i i can keep that for myself but i can also put it in a fakeopedia page and everybody can see it right I've been listening to a little bit of Infinite Plane Radio, Tim. Uh-huh. You. And what, what did you get out of it? I, I just think he has a very sort of even and observational point of view about things, not necessarily except he calls it reality testing. I like that too reality testing the media he's very enthusiastic about the film your hospital the film your hospital. sorry can you and repeat the film he's enthusiastic about th there's a twitter feed it's hashtag film your hospital okay yeah so what people are doing they they see a news report particularly in new york there have been a couple of instances brooklyn queens where they mention specific hospitals on television news that oh it looks like a war zone and bodies are falling shelves ambulance coming in and out the staff they haven't had sleep in days and then people go down there and they bring their cell phones filming and the hospitals are empty yeah. there no activity and we're just reality testing the news mm -hmm. and it's failing to meet <laughs> reality expectations See, he actually calls news uh, reality TV. Yeah, which it is, but yeah, the thing I have is we know that, I would say. And I would say, uh, what I do is I document reality. I go on the street. I go now sometimes with video camera. And now I got the 84-year-old man was sitting here probably for the first time with a laptop in his hand. And we, he just talked. He talked about his time in the Korea War. He was sent to Korea, this man. Oh, what, did he what did he tell you about that? What did he tell you about his experience? In Colombia, we started to distinguish when they took the army of Colombia to Korea del Sur. Ah, yes. Yes, I was in Korea. You were in Korea? Ah, yes. I was in Korea. Seis meses en Corea del Sur, pero en, los, en, el, en el cuarto contingente llevaron primero, segundo, tercero y cuarto. Y, me, y a mí me llevaron al quinto ya cuando terminaba, ya, ya había terminado la guerra. Estaban únicamente por guardar la paz nomás, que no se volvieran a agarrar. Pero Estados Unidos estaba atropellando a los derechos y la soberanía de Corea. El, que no sal, el soldado que no saliera a berraco a pelear eh, le aplicaban droga y al aplicarle droga de lógica que los muchachos con el tiempo eran salieron para Colombia pero ya psicópatas ¿por qué? porque Estados Unidos 
pedían a un soldado y no era así muy bien Yo la distingo de allá para acá. Dice cuando la era de, de Corea con el Corea del, del, del Sur con Corea del Norte. Y como siempre, Corea del, del, del Norte ha sido perseguida por Estados Unidos y ampara mucho a Corea del Sur. ¿Sí? Entonces no ha, no ha podido terminar esa. esa por ahí cada nada se vuelven y se rebotan y vuelven otra vez. Y, y Estados Unidos nunca supo reconocer el servicio que prestó el ejército colombiano allá en Corea del Sur. No. Cuando los voy a pensionar ya llevan como 10, 15 años ya de haber pasado la batalla allá. Fueron poquitos los que pensionaron. Sí, señor. ¿Y cómo lo veían los colombianos, la gente que se fue para la guerra en Corea? No, muy berracas, no, no. Eran unos masacres muy gordos. ¿Cómo le parece que cuando veían a un muchacho colombiano que no era así berraco para la pelea le aplicaban droga? Al aplicarle drogas los trataban como a volver locos. Entonces les ponían... 8 o 10 coreanos, a un solo soldado colombiano y a todos el colombiano los mataba. Porque esa droga los, los volvía a, a pelear. Entonces, a Colombia, Estados Unidos, todo está explotando a, a Colombia. Porque todos los, los grandes comercios, las grandes comidas y, y estas, las ayudas y todo. Todavía la está recibiendo Estados Unidos. La está explotando, mejor dicho, Estados Unidos a Colombia. Hacen el paro que le dan tantos millones de dólares para el plan de guerra colombiano, que para no sé qué. De la hora de la verdad, el capitalismo salvaje se roban eso. ¿Eh? Ah, en Colombia estaba mejorando, pero, pero no la guerra, porque seguía dándose la chusma. La chusma se seguía andando con el ejército y la policía. Entonces, la, la guerra, es decir, Estados Unidos con Colombia nunca ha casi mejorado. Hasta ahora, que medio trata de ayudar y trata a mejorar, pero... ¿Y qué demonios de cuenta la paz? En Colombia, ¿a dónde ha llegado? Nunca. Todavía siguen agarrándose en la FARC, el ELN y otros grupos guerrilleros. Las águilas negras. Poco de putas ahí. Pero la paz no ha llenado. Y, y bótele plata en Estados Unidos a Colombia, que para la paz, que para nada. Y mentira, Dios se la roba a el capitalista. Las juntas de gobierno. ¿Eh? Entonces, ¿qué es lo que pasa? Que todavía Estados Unidos está engañando a Colombia. ¿Sí? 
Yo por eso no... Por eso poco a poco la vuelta en Estados Unidos. Europa, eh, como, por ejemplo, Francia, otros países, como la gente vio eso. Ah, no, grave, grave, lo están viendo muy grave. Porque era lo que hiciera Estados Unidos y lo que hiciera Colombia. Más que todo lo que hiciera Estados Unidos, la China, el Japón y otros países avanzados en. ¿sí? Pero. Siempre mundialmente en el mundo lo ha manejado ha sido el capitalismo. El capitalismo no es más sino robe, violen, maten, atraquen, secuestren y todos echan la culpa a la guerrilla. Pero ahora la verdad la guerrilla no son los que están haciendo todas las vainas. Y son las juntas de gobierno de cada país. ¿Sí? No es maño, lavarse no es maño, echarle el agua sucia al, al, al pobre. No, eso, eso de las grandes historias y las grandes vainas han sido solo patrañas de Estados Unidos y Colombia. En Colombia hay mucho pícaro, avanzados en picardías, en maldades, corrupciones, pero en asuntos de servicios para el campesino, para el pobre, para la clase media, no la vida. Casi nunca, ha sido persecución más y es que no ayuda. Entonces, por eso digo yo, ¿qué? ¿por qué una junta de gobierno de, de un país o de cualquier país ¿Por qué no entrevistan a los ancianos que tienen una mente todavía que pueden decir la verdad de todo lo que han cometido? Las juntas de gobierno. Por eso, porque hoy canten la tabla y haga quedar mal al, a la junta de gobierno de cada país. ¿Sí? Pero yo puedo hacer una, una, una entrevista. ¿Cómo fue? Porque en Colombia no hubo sin un solo presidente preso. En historia de Colombia uno salió preso. ¿Quién fue? ¿Eh? Gustavo Rojas Pirilla. El único presidente preso que hubo en Colombia. El resto no, el resto han sido un poco de ratas, ladrones. Roban a nadie lo que les da la gana y salen frescos. Hasta ahora es que ahí que los meten a la cárcel. Que no sé. Pero mentira. Hay pocos hijueputas de pueblo por cárcel. Okay, y a la hora la verdad es que y tranquila en las casas. Comiendo, durmiendo, tranquilo. Visitas todos los días. Sigan robando el pueblo. Había ese ministro o senador que llevaba ya como seis o siete años en la cárcel, pero eso no. Y cada mes iba a cobrar el sueldo pagando una condena. Eso no. 
en el sentido de que Ninja fue como de, digamos, sabemos que esto es falso, pero de, de la derecha. Es que Colombia es el único país en Sudamérica que nunca tuvo un, un gobierno comunista, como todos los otros no, países. Sí. No, no. Sí, pero ¿cómo se manifestó ese movimiento en Colombia? Pues ellos se manifestó que era lo que el capitalismo dijera, lo que la Junta de Gobierno ordenara, lo que cada presidente o vicepresidente se amangualaban. Y todavía están en eso, porque ahorita hay tres presidentes de Colombia manejando el país. ¿Quiénes son? ¿Usted sabe quiénes son? Hay tres presidentes. A manejar un país tres presidentes. Hasta ahora se ve en Colombia eso. Y eso no puede ser así. Porque ahí el, el que más está metido en la sin salida es. Pero ahí mal, mal parido, ya no le hace nada. Es a este. Auribe. Ese es, ese es el que tiene monopolizado y, y tiene tragada la, la, el asunto de la salud en Colombia. Bueno, yo me diré, papá, me diré, mi viejo, que charlamos otro día si Dios nos da vida. Si Dios nos da vida. Ah. Mire bien, tome sus audífonos. He was a man of peace, living on a quiet farm in North Dakota. Till one day, all hell broke loose. Tim, we need you. I'm a man of peace. I'm done killing. I want to raise a family. That's just it, Tim. They've got your family. No! Jack Howitzer is Tim in Exploder. From the heart of America to the jungles of Cambodia, follow one man's quest for peace. Hochi Bat, is that you? Tim, I know you come. Just like old days, we kill everybody. Tim, they've got your wife, but I'm not married. You are now to America. He went in to save his country, but found his family and lost a friend. Hochi! Tim, don't leave me! You taught me baseball, Tim, and how to rap! No! He would have been a fine American. I'll cry when I'm done killing. Get yourself a body bag, strap yourself in, start making friends the American way. Exploder, Evacuator Part 2. Rated PG, may include patriotic garbage. Bueno. ¿Usted nació en Pacho? Sí, señor, nací en Pacho, Cundinamarca. ¿Y en qué año fue? El 6 de abril de 1936. 1936. ¡Feliz cumpleaños todavía! Muchas gracias. Ah, sí, ¿verdad? Porque estamos en abril. Eso, sí. Cuatro días. Ajá. El 36. 
Sí. ¿Cómo fue su familia, la, la pues, historia? ¿Qué hizo su la, papá? Pues ellos fueron campesinos, labranceros, trabajadores en agricultura, ganadería, caballería, en todo. Sí, todo lo que trata el gremio de construcción y de agricultura, ganadería. Sí. Esa fue la profesión de mis padres. Y de eso aprendimos nosotros. Eh, lo que es la agricultura, la ganadería, la caballería. Yo estoy amansando lo que llaman charlán. Estoy amansando caballos. Ah, sí. De hermanos somos once. Sí, señor, subimos artículos. Y de los once no quedamos sino cuatro. El resto ya han fallecido. Sí, señor. ¿Y desde cuándo vive aquí en Ciudad ¿Señor? ¿Desde cuándo vive aquí en Ciudad Yo estoy desde el año 1963. Año 63. Pues en ese tiempo había todavía harta pobreza. Ah. Y mis padres compraron allí en Ciudad de unos lotecitos y construyeron. Pues construimos ahí, hicimos el ranchito. Y ya lo vendieron y repartieron herencia y todo, todo eso hace rato. Y ya no, ya no tenemos propiedad ninguna. Estamos pagando arriendo. Pues, pues, pues yo, ¿no? Porque el resto de familia por ahí tiene sus casitas y... Ahí viven más o menos. Yo soy el más caído, el más pobre. Pero con la mente más abierta y más... Ah, no, el sí. Corazón más... Pues gracias a Dios y todavía, bendito sea Dios que... La mente no la he perdido así del todo. Sí, ya ni salud, sí, ¿para qué? Porque ya... Ya una persona con 85 años es verraca para lidiarla. Sí. Pero de todas maneras, ahí estoy dando que hacer todavía. Muchas vainas, así que tuve yo problemas. Lo mismo cuando estuve en el ejército. Yo estuve en el ejército total ocho años. Sí, yo estuve hasta del 59 al 60 y, y pico estuve en el ejército. Y ahí renuncié y ay, me retiré esa melodía. Eso solamente en el ejército no se trabaja ni se vive. Que fue la alta seguridad departamental. Eh, estuve en servicios de, de inteligencia. Eh, ¿Usted estuvo en el servicio de inteligencia? Servicio de inteligencia, sí, señor. ¿Y cómo fue? Es que a mí me recibieron allá para para trabajar en, en asunto de en, esta institución de qué? Hacer persecuciones a los delincuentes más peligrosos. Eh. Y de ahí entré a otra institución que también era del ejército del gobierno, no era del ejército, no, ya era de la policía y del gobierno.
que fue la alta seguridad departamental a seguir los delincuentes de narquismo. Eh. Y así estuve en varios, en varios puestos. Y me sirvió mucho de experiencia también. Ah. El mismo dron que tengo yo. Sí. Uh, pero en, en el 59, eso fue dos años después de mi la... Sí, correcto. Sí. ¿Y cómo fue Colombia? En esa época era muy violenta. La policía contra el ejército y el ejército contra la policía. Resulta que la policía era a predominar o a dominar el ejército. Usted sabe que el ejército para dominar los jodidos, porque el ejército tiene una soberanía que nadie la puede quitar. Si sí, la policía era quitarle la soberanía al ejército y el ejército al no dejarse, entonces se mataban muchos. Entre ejército y policía en el monte, se mataban muchos en Entonces, con el tiempo, unieron la, la, las dos fuerzas, policía y ejército los altos mantos militares. Ya han entrado ahorita quien está dirigiendo directamente el país es la, las fuerzas militares. Porque ahí ya no la manda... Eh, hay comandantes de la policía, pero un comandante de la policía nunca puede quitarle el, el mandato a uno del ejército. El ejército tiene más soberanía que la policía. Entonces los unieron y ya dejaron de joder y de agarrarse ni matarse unos con otros. Sí. sí, yo me jodí mucho en él. Ah, no. Estados Unidos para Colombia siempre ha sido el perseguidor. Estados Unidos siempre ha perseguido a Colombia como esclavo, como servidor por debajo de ellos. Eh, pero a la hora de la verdad, no, no es que le, le esté sirviendo mucho a Estados Unidos a Colombia, al lo contrario. Pero que los Estados Unidos siempre han sido a dominar a Colombia. As I pondered the thought of evolving as an artist, I was inside of my office meditating in the darkness. An uncomfortable pounding was hitting in my chest. When the patient walked in, I was sitting at my desk. As my thought reached its height, the room became bright. Then I stood up and slapped him for turning on the light. Then I told him to be seated as he started to explain how the negative influences had targeted his brain. The ratchet is defeated, my ability to fight it. I know that it's atrocious, but somehow I've grown to like it. In one minute, I've deciphered the symptoms. Shut up and listen. You've been poisoned and conditioned through audio repetition in media, false religions, and visual exhibitions. The medicine to the sickness requires no prescription. I opened up a cabinet, a container was revealed. Then I told him to be still, lay back, and take this pill. What are you trying to do? I'm going to deprogram you. What are you going to do? I'm going to deprogram you. No, just let me go. I can't stand you, doctor. Damn you. You'll thank me when I'm through. I'm going to deprogram you. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to deprogram you. What are you going to do? I'm going to 
obvious his mind was rejecting cause he was choking three seconds after he took it his body started convulsing i've been doing this for years i'm trained i'm not a novice so i recognized quickly an exorcism was in progress the process wasn't clean he was harder to redeem this was one of the most extreme cases i'd ever seen i expect a little resistance but never a rejector hooked his brain up to this thing that showed his thoughts on a projector screen every idea and dream he ever dreamed told my secretary gene to bring me a nectarine as i ate it i sit back and let the method take its course it rewound back eventually landing at the source when the needle spiked hard i got anxious i saw how the dangerous language came through his subconscious chambers initiating gradual changes that were rendering him brainless the power blew and shorted out the main switch what are you trying to do i'm going to deprogram you what are you going to do i'm going to deprogram you no just let me go i can't stand you doctor damn you you'll thank me when i'm through i'm going to deprogram you what are you trying to do i'm trying to deprogram you what are you going to do i'm going to deprogram you no just let me go i can't stand you doctor damn you you'll thank me when i'm through just let me deprogram you my maintenance coordinator power the generator then i placed him in the great situational simulator feel this conscious with both beneficial and nonsense feature good and evil and monitor his responses with weaker content his vessel paraded about anything positive he regurgitated it out i leaned over the table the screen don't let it break you this fake music was specially designed to overtake you the superficial nature of this garbage i reveal it's an audio mirage this stuff is not even real it's only a spell they sent to keep your true potential in the basement demented strategic radio placement i thought it would get better but then i saw no chances he started yelling turn up and doing funny dances he seemed to be getting worse than he was when he came in i hollered for my intern to come help me restrain him he would die if i couldn't stop the ignorance from raining the clock was ticking down only two minutes remaining to save him i was racing but he gave no indication my track record is impeccable i've never lost the patience so failure i never knew each second the pressure grew came to the conclusion there was only one thing left to do he's nearly a vegetable i have to handle this directly laid on the table next to him told my intern to connect me and effectively inject more intellect till he was stable similar to car batteries connected with jumper cables but if it didn't work i would lose all my brain fluid my intern said please don't i said shut up and do it when he plugged me in the triad sparks flew from the wires the lights were flicking on and off the room was on fire and purple communication after that was non-verbal the screen said total completion of transferal the course that ran thorough but something was still concerning inside us both of us would lay motionless on the gurney the patient's eyes open as the sun beamed through the window my team started removing the cords from my temples he raised up and said he was healed the method's proven they waited for me to respond still i wasn't moving they entertained the thought that i had let my tactics break me they did everything in their power to resuscitate me one of them read the bible as i laid there idle and multiple devices were used to check the vitals they shocked me medicated me but still wasn't recovering they worked to bring me back a whole hour but still nothing they're grateful for my sacrifice and all of my devotion they drove me 700 miles and placed me in the ocean i floated out the sea as they cried and started grieving they stayed the entire evening said some words before leaving they traveled home mourning the demise of the doctor returned to the facility to empty out their lockers they came back to the building walked inside and nearly lost it looked down the hall and saw me watching tv in my office drinking a cup of coffee relaxed trying to chill as the patient tried to hug me i just handed him the bill everyone was like we thought you had suffered sure disaster i said yes i know that's why you're the students and i'm the master i get back to work I have it uh, recorded. I have to listen back to it uh, still. Uh, he just left, but we will do this more often. And please, guys, come in and ask him questions. And 
What I will do with him is we are going on a secret adventure trip to his hometown, or his home village. It's about one and a half hour drive. I plan to go there with the Rollo and Garrus uh, idea in the beginning. Uh, because actually it's very ironic because I want to go there to serve Mr. Garrus because that village is filled with black women, which is not normal here in this Andean region. So, hmm. but that town, Pacho, uh, that is one and a half hours. I just want to go there with him and document how it is and so And, and he revives his, his youth. This man is in agonizing pain and, and he, his two children died on one day in February. Oh. Yeah, man, this is tragic. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, life is hard, Tom. Mm. It's yeah. That's that's an interesting thing about what's happening now. It's almost like uh, we have to be protected and shielded from any potential mm -hmm. uh, adversity, any potential harm. We have to shelter in place and hide because things might get hard. Things might be tough. So we can't. We're just too soft, too too fragile to deal with any anything that. No confrontation, no adversity, no contrary opinion, no challenging of of the experts. And it just probably you could on and on with with the idea about avoiding anything in life that could be you know, stretch your limits of uh, you want to call it. Yeah, just, and I've uh, noticed a real push and like calling mental illness strength or, you know, like with Greta Thunberg calling her mental illness superpowers. And, you know, I've got siblings with disabilities, so I'm, I don't mean this in any derogatory way. But I guess Come making on. excuses for people's, um, you know, that they don't have to, you know, deal with reality, that, you know, it's okay for them to not be able to cope with society or reality. Um, yeah, so going along with what you're saying, like, you know, not pro you're promoting the idea that to be weak is strong instead of the idea that to be resilient, um, to have tenacity is strength. So that's something like I've noticed in the media and they're pushing that resilient was a very, weakness. There was a very big word in, in the media file. Again, it, it doesn't yeah. seem... I don't but see they're not using it anymore. No, no. No. Yeah, uh, now they're pushing that weakness is um like even if you just type in Greta Thunberg's superpower, it's all about, you know, using your weakness as your strength. Which doesn't make sense. Because to be yeah, strong is to point, yeah. no, absolutely what I'm seeing. Absolutely. It is it, because it's the perfect excuse. You have a handicap so you're untouchable. Yeah, no, mm. sorry, that's not how it works. Uh, I have to go back to the example I had live. Um, using your own alcoholism as an excuse for misbehavior is not justified or as justified as being in a wheelchair, hitting everyone uh, with your, your wheelchair and then uh, using the excuse every time. Yeah, I'm in a wheelchair. No, you have to take care of not hitting people, right? It's, you cannot mm. hide behind yeah. an, a, a mental or a physical disability or an, a, 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 
different from the norm because you have to deal with that in both ways and your surroundings have to deal with you out of respect for your disability right as much as possible well that that seems to be the sensible i just think probably a little little unrealistic to think you can live your entire life without ever having any sort of challenge or adversity or I don't know. Guy lost two kids the same day. I mean, what a level of grief he would feel. And uh, this this man was sitting. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's okay. I mean, it's just like I'm thinking about it, thinking about how hard that would have to be to process and deal with and move on. But I mean, what's the alternative? You can't just melt into nothingness i mean i guess you might want to and you probably you might be justified in some ways i kind of get the impression the guy probably didn't uh, sorry what i didn't you cut out i said I, I have the impression that the gentleman you've been speaking to didn't just withdraw into himself and you know collapse and never get past his grief mm. Well, I, in a few weeks, I've seen him now on the streets sometimes. I have seen him change already. Um, the thing is, he was always sitting at the uh, table of the attractive lady I talked about. And then one day, uh, he was sitting there, and uh, he, they were summoned by the police to uh, take it away. So he lost his social place that he had. And he said uh, he has only one child left, I think. And they don't care about him, which in my eyes means that he doesn't have money or even debt, debt. because otherwise children are interested in these kind of things uh, everywhere in the world. So there are vultures of that. I've seen it in my own family. Um, so uh, we are at the same level in this school, right? We're both, uh, they cannot take anything from us because yeah, we don't have much uh, money in the sense or a job or something, right? So, uh, and he likes to hang out with Molly, and so she's so great with us, and I want to go with this man on a road trip now, secret, during this war, to his hometown. And, we, and I will document everything, photos, videos, everything. Do you know how he ended up in Korea from Colombia? Yeah, he was, he was eight, if, no, 10 years in the military. 10 years, and... Um, he was even in military intelligence, as he said, but I have to listen back to his, uh, his recording. Um, and yeah, he was, he, he talked about, I, I will listen back, I will listen back. He, he talked about that uh, timing and he will come back. And uh, so, yeah, you can ask any question and he's very open, very easy going. And the good thing is he doesn't drink. He doesn't drink alcohol, mm. uh, especially at his age, he's good and the, all the, the tragic tragedy has lived. He's not escaping into that. So to answer your question in, in that sense, right. but he misses. He, uh, he says, health, loneliness are his biggest issues. So I can help him with and and uh, uh, with this. No, he said, um, with his old age, health and loneliness are his issues. Well, I can help him with the first and the last. The first, I can take him back to his home village 
and then he can relive his youth, let's say, and I can help him with company and Molly too. Well, that's uh, great to hear that you some of that. Yeah, I think now there are so many people like that who can use this. And the thing is, it's also in my interest is hearing him out, listening how how was the Bogotazo for the people here, right? How was the wars? He talked about, and the parts were not recorded, unfortunately, but he will repeat it the next time. Um, he talked about the power of the church. He recognized the power of the Vatican, how big that is. And I asked him specifically for Frank. <clears throat> what about the Jesuits? Because I don't know anything about the Jesuits. I don't know why Frank wants to paint me as one, because I don't know anything about them. Okay. So I asked him, yeah, what about them? And he didn't know much either, but he said, no, no, it's the clergy. It's the Vatican. It's that. So he also... And I, I said to him, uh, well, we don't need a church to have a relation with God, right? And yeah, so he stepped away from the church as an institute long time ago. He has uh, been in trouble with the police for standing up for for anar anarchist rights, right? Uh, libertarian uh, rights. And so, yeah, uh, it's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous, this man. Wow. Well, we have a new church now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Worldwide. Church of media in the state, and maybe a little bit of scientism, technocracy no, thrown in there. No, I think that's the main one because that is the point I had where I had the most conflict is, but I also make it uh, irrelevant is the, the existence of the virus, and in that sense, most people are not awake, but the vi the existence of the virus is in in the end. Um, irrelevant just as much as the fire or not in the theater it's about the shouting and the stampede that follows that is and then it doesn't matter anymore if there was a real fire or not so that's how i see the virus yeah i mean yeah it does seem and that, that's the thing that i find most frustrating about college is, is that i don't feel like i can uh, ha i don't have the option of stepping back and sideline kind of being dragged into the stampede with everyone else. Mm -hmm. frustrating yeah so i think i think going on the streets now and meeting people i think by definition the truth seekers are outside i i see it myself and that's universal that's not just colombia of course right it's everywhere um and you meet good people and you can hang out and the outcasts right and i made the joke i mean let's see if the outcasts become podcasts Oh, good. That's catchy. Is it <laughs> no, the same I, I Spanish? Say, <laughs> no, I, I must say, I, I have, uh, lately, I have got so much catchy things. I mean, Pandemia. It's, it's, I mean, that name alone, I could sell for $1 million really. Right? I mean, they pay these insane amounts for these kind of things. These, uh, Hill and Knowlton, my father worked with these people. Right? The, the infamous Hill and Knowlton of the Najira testimony hoax of uh, the Gulf War. Um, so at that level, uh, oh, I got. Oh, wait, a bit wait, I'm through. sorry. Let me stop you. Is that uh, you're referring to the the girl who who testified yes. about the babies and all that? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that was that was a Hill and Knowlton production. Yes. Yes. 
I thought it sounded familiar. Yeah, yeah. that is where everybody knows that name from. But I didn't know. I, my father talked about that. I, I knew about this hoax before it became a YouTube thing, right? I, as a kid already, because he talked about that he worked with these people. They were paid in the mid-90s $1,000 an hour for these ideas, for these names, for Pandemia, uh, these kind of catchy names. Really, it's, it's insane wow. in the world. Yeah. I, one, of the, one of the things that I heard Tim Osmond say on Infinite Plane Radio is they put out ads on Craigslist crisis mm -hmm. and he took some responses and said he'd be he said we were surprised and actually a little alarmed at how many people responded that were willing to go on camera and lie betray their country do it for two hundred dollars that was all what? say anything on camera and uh, <laughs> i found that to be kind of uh, this is a great test i mean i i like, I don't like this reactive mode of, of taking the media. I mean, no, take the reality and go build from that, I would say. But okay. Um, I still like his, his, his ways and what he does. It's very inventive and original, and I applaud him for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of more... I'm okay. I'm, I'm comfortable with the auto-hope um, mentality. I just... I think I've seen enough to know that that I should never assume anything they're saying is true and, and by experience probably feel pretty comfortable in assuming that most of what they're saying is false or at least missed spun in such a way that it doesn't it's real so yeah that i'm okay with uh, the, the, the only problem is the, the thing is okay to chat with sorry i'm, I'm making coffee um, I had a chat with the lead, it was not recorded, but um, I said, we are the water bottles now, right? With travel restrictions, it's us. It's not anymore what we carry, but now it's us. So we need to be microchipped in order to travel and so, right? Internationally. That's how we're going to. So, but on top of that, we as truth seekers, as anti-vaxxers or as virus deniers, we are the Muslims on top of that, right? Of the 9-11, the, the last war. In what way? That we are being, we are the enemy because we are saying don't vaccinate. That is the, the, the whole program, right? We are against the transgender. From this mo Monday onwards, we have Pico Ikuka, which means it's a play on words, also an genius invention, but it means it is on one day the men can go outside and the other day the women. And the transgenders can go every day. That's the transgender. How about that? Are you kidding me? I didn't me? see that coming. I didn't see that coming. Yes, it's true. So they, they actually are uh, a privileged class in yes, your yes. area. It's just as dog owners, luckily. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Crazy. Very yeah. interesting. But yeah, yeah the agenda never world, stops. Man. It doesn't sleep. No, no. Now it all aligns, right? They have it all. And now I saw this coming, uh, I must say, but not so fast, right? I mean, 2030, I was thinking. 
a bit earlier. Okay, I didn't see that, but you see the patterns. You, you recognize, you've finalized the wars, the hoaxes, the psyops. You see the patterns. Learn from that and apply it now. And I think what we should do is survival of the fittest. Uh, the Rockefellers, all these big families, all these big, the Rothschilds, doesn't matter. They have, first, they started with crisis and then they grew with crisis. That's how they grew, right? Uh, well, I, I'm not that familiar with Rockefeller. I understand some, something about the, their oil and they created monopoly on oil. And that was that was early on, I guess. Oil, from what I understand, wasn't. It was kind of an unwanted byproduct. Uh, so, oil was an unwanted byproduct. Uh, yeah, initially they were they were using oil, it was, um, or maybe it was gasoline. They were using oil to make kerosene or something. So it wasn't until the internal combustion engine came. Along got to be uh, sorry, valued commodity. And then I think Rockefeller yeah. had some or he got some deals with a bit of vertical integration. He was able to monopolize a lot of production distribution. And then I guess that was pretty natural migration into pharmaceuticals since most yeah. of the pharmaceuticals are controlling based yes. Yeah, the, the main application of petroleum outside of transport, or uh, what is it, um, uh, gasoline and so, is uh, two things. It's pharmaceuticals and fertilizers. Controlling agriculture, that was even before the big pharma. Uh, I looked into that guy, was a guy, um, with it was with the uh, with um, talking about uh, Thunberg, uh, Greta Thunberg, and a guy who started the first agricultural organization in the world in Rome. All the roads lead to Rome, right? And yeah, this man was very influential, controlling world agriculture. First agriculture, I mean, medicine. Okay, you can make people die with medicine. What they do. But with agriculture, you control the very basis of everything. Sure, of course. Um, yeah, I guess I had a little bit of concern that uh, at some point, um, I feel like there will, we may reach a point they will just rip off the mask and the veneer of uh, politics. We're here to help. We're here to save you and it'll be just shut up slave do as you're told I, I feel like there's a lot of that going on but only because i recognize it that way i don't think most people interpret a current event in that way. yeah so, so you, you you see a uh, like a fascist state like a top-down thing developing i don't know <laughs> i think we're past the development stage by a pretty long okay. stretch Sorry. We're in the middle of it. That's exactly what this is. Now, whether whether it goes on long enough and whether they're confident enough that they can just expose themselves for exactly what they are, 
it may be a, a little bit early for that. I had a conversation today because most people I talk to are just they're read into the mainstream narrative mm-hmm. virus. They're they're okay with it. If the the mask was ripped off today, they might not be so. Yeah. You know I mean, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 the thing, and what that's the thing what I see happening, and that's why I call it an asocial experiment, because they are they're driving us apart they're calling causing division in society just like what they did with the muslims and so right so i lived in europe and i had one of my baker colleagues who literally turned uh uh what is it uh, extremist uh, he said uh, everybody believes of course that 9 11 was real and happened and so on so he said yeah it's good for the americans and uh, let's have terror and so on yeah he really radicalized i saw it happening i mean he didn't take it seriously or so until uh, further levels but it was clear that it changed him and it is now happening the same thing right i mean uh, families relationships are broken Uh, friends neighbors are not talking to each other anymore they're all enclosed in one house sharing all their dirt because you cannot clean a house if everybody's inside and they're not ventilating they're not going outside they're not sharing microbes right what makes us stronger well let me ask you what what is the um the, the actual legal situation Colombia, where you are yeah and... good question i um try to stay away from most of it but uh, i think it is such that uh, you can only go on the street for necessary shopping or other activities or so. Um, or if you have a dog, you, you're allowed 20 minutes on the per day with a dog. Yeah, uh, then you don't understand dogs, and especially not Molly. Um, so uh, then you have to keep a distance, I think, of one meter. Um, you uh, can only go into the supermarkets uh, five uh, with and now with a tapabocas with the mouth cover um, mm-hmm. and some also with uh, gloves. Um, uh, then yeah, and as of Monday, as I said, yeah, it's the most ridiculous thing. Uh, will be a man, women, uh, one day men, one day women. What the pico, the, the thing is pico y placa, that is the term for one day the even numbers and one day the uneven numbers of the cars can drive all day. And so pico y cuca is a great play on that because pico also means, it means peak, peak hour, right? But it also means dick. And cuca means uh, pussy. So we are in pico y cuca. Right, and it is uh, yeah, it was a pretty good find, I think. Uh, and uh, the girl I told it, I mean, she, oh, <laughs> like laughing with it. Uh, no, not immediately laughing, you know. And this this pause that people realize, just like pandemia, and it takes a while, and then wow, yeah. nice. Is um, so are is are you being monitored? I mean, if you were to go out three mm-hmm. or four times a day for mm-hmm. twenty minutes, or if you went somewhere twice a day for necessities would anybody notice everybody notices because i they have the same palaces than me right i live in the smaller of the two towers 
uh, but on top 16 floor and the other floor uh, other towers 26 floors and i go outside in the park behind and in between with molly and so everybody sees me and uh yesterday i had a crazy experiment experience i talked with one of my neighbors uh, who has lived in holland uh, speaks english a senior guy already 60 65 or so uh estrato cinco yeah like a uh, high level uh, yeah society uh, uh sir and then we we talked about things and i talk about everything openly just like i do here everything and i tell everybody i don't believe the virus exists and and a very nice chat with him and i said yeah i talk with every member of society it doesn't matter i mean the strata of society it doesn't matter to me uh what someone has to say matters to me so i uh and at the moment, there was the black guy living on the streets and gathering uh, cartons uh, who greeted me just in front of his eyes. It just happened there. Ah, it was beautiful. It was, and I hang out with these people. I share and then uh, I talk with them and then learn. And, so. and, and how are these things uh, received? How are these things received? Yes. Uh, in what sense? Molly, hey, uh, yeah, this is starting a podcast. I mean, you're <laughs> open to people about not believing in the virus. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. The thing is, Colombians are not really open, and especially not as much as I am. Um, but they are very much gossiping. Gossiping is number one activity in this country, and that's mm. shown in all the. Uh, of the soap series, right? All that that is happening here all the time. Gossiping goes by, and the village here is a village, right? And people behave in as in a village, so it's gossiping everywhere. So I give a lot of papaya. That's the term here. It's standing out, and yeah, I do that naturally of being foreigner, but I take it more extreme, especially with Molly's beautiful Molly. Uh, all the dogs follow her, and so. Um, so I take advantage of that. And I see, indeed, to answer your question, there is Gestapo on the street. There are guys walking around in civil clothing, but clearly military trained or so, right? I, you recognize these things if you have seen a couple of movies and know a bit of, about, uh, oh no, uh, I think the Boston bombing, so-called bombings, the smoke bombings is a good one, right? These, uh, these Blackwater guys, these kind of types. They're walking around with their mouth covers and their uh, gloves, clearly, uh, and so. Um, and yeah, they talk about me, and I let them talk because I can listen in. And El Gringo, I hear them, and they talk about me, and let them talk, and uh, I hear them out. And yeah, uh, I cannot hear them much, but they, they're standing there, they're monitoring the streets. I must say, uh, helicopter-wise, it's much quieter than before, right? I mean, all the time about the helicopters flying over. And they are much less than before, uh, but yeah, uh, and that is the thing: this Gestapoism, this this ratting out each other. That is the real a social experiment and the future I've envisioned with this agenda 2020 stuff. So you think that's uh, happening uh, to in a large degree? People they're violating their stay-at-home neighbors reporting. They make their own rules. It's it's it's. It's now not yet tensioned anywhere here, no. But they will. There, it's a test. They are testing us. How long? It's a frying pan. How long can 
be in the frying pan and they switch off the gas and switch it on again right and uh, people here are believing the 26 is over what are you crazy if next week we have pico Ikuka and the elderly are not allowed on the streets so this man my friend is not allowed on the streets until the 31st of may if that is already law what do you think will happen to us it will be over next week no 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 senor right right we can see the future we fakeologists we we true seekers we can see the future yeah i haven't talked to anyone in this way in these terms it's very interesting that a lot of the past century in the united states you know the united states was sort of the flagship freedom hmm. in the world and we a lot of the wars were fought the idea that we have to fashion defeat communism mm -hmm. we have to maintain freedom you don't hear a lot of talk about freedom anymore no, and no. i find it a little bit ironic with that with all the wars the entire century of conflict that uh, the fascistic totalitarian state shows up and it's just immediately accepted another day it seems to me, I, I see very little actual resistance or question. Mm -hmm. um, it's all in the name, I guess, of the greater good, all the communist, collectivist uh, mentality, and I guess the uh, whoever. I, I don't know. It's I can't imagine because I'm I'm sixty years old. I've had a little bit of time to kind of pull my life together. I have been somewhat prepared i'm not that prepared for anything that particularly long term but certainly when i was in my 20s uh a couple two or three weeks without a paycheck I, I would have been starting to get really anxious I'm, i mean it was in my 20s i probably could have been back home with my parents mm -hmm. things got desperate but uh i feel like there's got to be a lot of people out there right now yeah. that are really starting to feel the pinch and get pretty desperate and don't probably feeling very anxious and wondering when their next paycheck. Uh -huh. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, talking about freedom. I didn't have a job, I didn't have an income. Uh, my income was uh, sometimes an excursion, or one, right? Uh, and so they couldn't take that from me. And I talked with the Estrata two people, the second level of society, which is the lowest in the US. There's no Estrata one in the US. Yeah, I, in the slums outside of Chicago and so right? that, that kind of level is the same third world poverty as, as that one here. Right? But in, in, in Holland and Europe, right, in Holland and Western Europe, Estrata 1 doesn't exist. So Estrata 2 is the lowest. So it is, people are poor, but hanging on. Uh, but yeah, they are stronger because yeah, they're not relying. Some of them are, of course. And you see it's happening. Uh, shops closing down and so on already. And that's the other thing. It's the takeover, right? In the West, already you are dominated by big corporations. Here, there are big corporations, but it's dominated by the small entrepreneurs, the mas musica, the people, the, the agorists. Well, not really, but the uh, level of um, taxes, income tax here. I paid. When I was still, my last job, uh, when I was uh, doing too much Wikipedia and so on for the university in Bukaramanga, I paid 
8% income tax. Oh. Yeah. Pretty sweet mm -hmm. compared to what we hear. Yeah, other taxes are higher, but in that sense, so Colombia is an extremely entrepreneurial society. It is very close to what capitalism actually means. I talked about it with Willows in the last uh, podcast I just released uh, with other people as well. People here on the street, I explained the Chicha culture, the economic culture, Mushka economy, like what I mentioned before on Wikipedia. Um, and people realize that, people recognize that. And the funny thing is, the Venezuelans are leaving en masse. And I have <laughs> one photo of them walking through the, the village with their backpacks and their, their, their what is it, their tents and whatever. Um, normally, I would take that, see that, and then they would come. But no, they're now leaving, which is the best option for everyone, right? And that relieves a lot of strain on society as well. But still, yeah, it is a strain everywhere, but the strain is highest in the countries where they're most dependent on a fixed job, which is the West. Well, I, I did a little bit of uh, surface research and just employment numbers. I had heard that small business makes up, a, one time I thought it was the larger percent of the U.S. And it may still be. Evidently, 99% of the registered corporations in the U.S. are small business. Wow. Wow. But, 99? Yeah. What? But, but you the, have whole towns working for Walmart. Sorry, go on. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. Only, it's roughly half and half. It's either 47% uh, of, the, of the people are employed by corporations and the rest are employed by business so small businesses drive half the employment numbers but it's just that you have a it's lot more people working in each corporation so it's it's small business makes up the bulk of the registered corporations yeah. employ as many people but what i see happening is that uh, a lot of the small businesses will end up you know going under so that those numbers are going to change and probably it may end up being where now we'll have 75% of the population working corporation as opposed to 50. I think it used to be 70 or 80 at one, but the corporations keep absor absorbing more and more of the workforce, but there's only just a tiny percent of the actual businesses that are corporations. They just get bigger and bigger and absorb, absorb more of the workforce. Which is uh, not good, and it's like a monopoly on the opportunity for wages. So it's not a good situation to be in. You know, I think in a, a free market society, you want options. The more opportunity you have, choices. But that's kind of part of the difference, I guess, maybe between collectivism, socialism, communism, whatever you want to call it. It's options, right? You're free. Freedom is option. Yeah. And, and when you yeah. start losing those options and losing freedom, and that's, that's or, kind of where I see this going. Or losing the um, overview of the options you have. Because I think now is the time to strengthen ourselves and each other and look at the options we have the powers we have the powers that be and so they are 
ridiculously stronger within a day now. So we need to recognize our own powers and find ways out of it. And I must say, in my experiences so far, people are aligned with that. People are on board. People are thinking similarly. Not everyone, but the ones who I find. Yes. Well, that, that it is true, and I guess it has been. We're, you know, we're treading water for ourselves. However, we manage it. So, creating those options around the system. And I don't know if their net is small enough to catch everybody. Oh. Yeah, for a long time, I thought they were probably okay catching 90%. Mm-hmm. feeling and having the the comfort of knowing that the 10% wouldn't change anything if there was 10. I mean, we're more like less than 1%. But uh, now I'm kind of thinking. Now you're kind of thinking and then you got out. Now, oh, now, now I'm kind of thinking they won't be satisfied until it's every last person. They want every single mind mm. invested. There. I will be <laughs> accepting their narrative. It's really bad now. You're cutting out. Really, it, 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 I don't know. It's not your VPN. If you you switch it off, because it's worse. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and sign off. Okay. Yeah. I understand. I understand. Yes. Yes. And no, I'll thank you very much. It was great. It was uh, nice chatting. Hard times. And uh, we'll catch up again. I want to hear more yeah. about the veteran and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I will uh, have a lot of lot to do, but it's great. It's absolutely this keeps me going, definitely. All right. Well, you have a good one down there. Yeah, you too, man. Good okay. night. Wow, it's nice, nice and good, nice and good. How nice and good. And let's listen to. Uh, a good one because I think this song is apt. I will mix it in the music I am going to play uh, from other countries, but this is from Belgium, so that's nice. And listen to Poom with Zombie Killer. I see dead motherfuckers out on the street, walking around real slow, digging for me. This is Zombie Paradise. I ain't gonna lie. Amazing.
like learning about all the programming and then just learning about the capabilities of the Philipsonado and then he's up with a staff member. Thank you, Kuhn. It was Zombie Killer. How about that? And Ash didn't like the music because she muted. And that means she didn't like the music. That's fine. We can all have our... You didn't like the music, Ash. Uh, Hello? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Am I too loud? No, you're... You're on the good side, a bit low, but Yay! I can fix it. There's no worries, I can oh. fix it in uh, editing. I can do that. Oh, oh no, no, so sorry, I've been playing around with my settings. Sorry, so I was in the test mode. One sec, it's going to disable me again. One sec, I'll just put input volume a bit louder. Is that better? Yeah, that's perfect, perfect. Yeah, keep it louder. Okay. All right. So, no, I didn't leave. I like the music. It was like dance music. Well, you're Australian. You're of... There are only a handful of countries in the world where hardstyle is popular. It comes from oh, Holland, of course, it. obviously, yeah. right? And one. Australia, I, I posted it when this happened. In May last year, you guys were already robbed. A pre, a prescriptive Corona uh, Act. You guys were robbed of one of the best parties ever, DEFCON 1. Australia. I know. Right? Oh, yeah. So I've never been because I'm... Look, I was like in this very fundamentalist cult gum group, and so I wasn't allowed to do anything up until I left um, in my early 20s. And so I still haven't been to a festival. So I wanted that DEF CON one to be my first. And then it was cancelled. And I was so upset. Do you hear the helicopter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's flying over, over the palace. Watching me smoking a joint. Hi guys. So yeah, that answers uh, Fars Values earlier question. Is there monitoring going on? Yes, but th th this was normal before already. But please, definitely. Yeah, one. yeah, that's right. Um, uh, we were there. I, I just, I, I just don't feel like. I know people saying that you know there's increased police presence and all of those things but i'm not seeing enforcement mm. i'm not saying that that's what i want to see but i just feel like how much of this is a charade how much of well, this okay. is yeah. you know just mm -hmm. showing muscle yeah. you know when push comes to shove are they actually going to charge anyone because in australia right you know last week they charged a learner driver saying that you know it wasn't essential that the mum was out there teaching her a lesson and so I heard it even in the shops, you know, like the last few days, how, you know, they're using that fear mongering, how a woman was, you know, a young girl uh -huh. was fined for learner, you know, being a learner driver out on the road. The police considered it non-essential. 
And then they say at the last sentence, the police have later dropped the fine. But they're still telling it as if it's an enforcement when they know that the public is going to get that, you know, just outraged at the ridiculousness of it. And the police know it's ridiculous of them to charge. So they dropped it. And yet they're still trying to put it on and include it in the media stories for fear-mongering. Yeah, great, great example. I mean, as I see it, they have thousands of years of experience of planting and seed like this and just let the gossip do the rest, right? It doesn't matter if it's a lie or, or a reality. It can be a creality, a created reality, and it can be put in one mind, one seed is planted, and then it, the people do the rest. And that's how this works. So it's going viral. A story is going viral. Yeah, and I made a, a video a few weeks ago on my um, you know, channel because I was looking up, you know, I was just looking through some of my textbooks again. And so I was looking at the origin of the word cranium, and it means helmet in Greek. And so I said on my video, you know, this is an ancient archetype. You know, when we call on the archetype of our head being a helmet, and we say, you know, my head is my is part of my armour, it's there, it's to protect me, and any frequency, anything that's going to do me harm, I am protected. You're calling on an archetype, you're calling on, you know, historical, ancient, you know, imagery of our head. You know, I don't know the, you know, I'm not esoteric, or I, I don't even know the words to use, but I know that there is power in that, in that image. And so whenever I hear sirens now, because I live near very near the Harbour Bridge, so like you know, biggest uh-huh. bridge in Sydney. So I hear sirens a lot, and I say that, and the sirens stop most of the time, and it it just suddenly stops. And um, you know, that's the power of calling on an archetype. And you know, I compare that in my own mind to all these made up, all these saturated high-intensity Hollywood films about, you know, police state, Martian law, about, you know, um, humans turning against each other. Those are all just only a few decades old, all that imagery. That none of that imagery of humans hurting each other and controlling each other, it has a historical ancient archetype in my knowledge. And so my reality is not going to be based on, you know, these counterfeit images from Hollywood films of humans hurting each other when I think of ancient archetypes where humans don't do that to each other you know I don't think nature has those archetypes where we turn on each other exactly you know beautiful yeah indeed it is I'm, I, I'm trying to do the same thing I'm trying to get people back to their natural core which is working together learning from each other respecting the elderly because they have the most experience they know the best tricks the most the grandmas cook the best meals right come on um all these all these yeah and all these concepts i have it easy here colombia is one of the most basic in that kind of uh thing still and you have other examples in the world right a lot of other examples and i see another country which is like Colombia and it will be one of the most successful areas because 
the world is changing so hard that what is happening at this moment, we can already predict the future because we know the past, right? What is happening is that all the markets are stressed in the world, economic markets. And in the West, that means there is not a lot of room for investment. So what will happen is globalism, right? But virtual globalism, because we cannot travel and we cannot touch each other and all that stuff. So people will look for investment in second world countries, developing countries, but not the shitholes as the Congo or uh, Bangladesh or so, right? So Colombia is up there, of course, as number one touristic potential country in the world as well, chosen this year before this race when I was doing the pre-excursion for Rolo. And uh, another country which has a similar history in terms of foreign and then mostly US, of course, involvement, uh, a war history, but now booming and with lots of potential, and that's Vietnam. I haven't been there, mm. but I see that as a comparable country to Colombia. Not Thailand, Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, I was there a few years ago. You have been there? Okay, uh, can you tell? What, how was it? Oh, I got really sick. <laughs> I went there after Thailand um, quite a few years ago. Yeah. Um, how were the people of Vietnam? How do we the Vietnam? Really beautiful, really, really beautiful. Yeah. It was just a shame that I got so sick. Like, I had to stay in the hotel for most of the trip. Um, how, how many people did you meet? Did um, you talk to people? Are they speaking English yeah, and French? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like, I met quite a few tourists. I was a bit wild and stuff, so I'd just go off with the people. <laughs> I was my friends. <laughs> Because they were like, you don't even know where you are in Vietnam. Vietnam, and I couldn't speak Vietnamese the language or anything. And my two friends were Asian that I was traveling with, and they could just tell I was just so naive about any, everything. Um, but I really liked it, you know. I definitely, I don't know, maybe because because we were just in Thailand before. They were, my friends were doing a diving trip, and I didn't get a chance to get my diving license, and then I was just scuba diving. Not scuba diving, I was on the snorkeling. Because yeah. <laughs> they did Thailand before and then I met them up in the second country. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And so I don't know, like in comparison to Thailand, whether it was just because we were in, you know, the whole, you know, tourist hotspots and whether the country's been, you know, like bastardized by all of Yeah, okay. You tourists. haven't seen the real Thailand. Yeah, so that's what I wonder. Um, but I guess, so I'm comparing, like, my big experience of Vietnam you know like I guess I didn't feel like the people were um well the locals um you know viewed us so cynically and you know yeah. uh, disdainfully um and maybe that that may be because you know westerners haven't bastardized Vietnam as much as Thailand I don't know or whether that's a cultural difference in the people as well but um I grew up with um Vietnamese neighbours and I get on really well with them. I babysat their kids since I was young. Like, yeah, I really like the Vietnamese culture and cooking. And, um, yeah, the food. Oh yeah. Oof. Yeah, it, it, I I don't know. Australia, I've been. Yeah. You, you were breaking up. Oh, thanks uh, for informing me. Um, how is it now? How is it now? 
Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, the internet is still okay. I must. That's the other thing. I I told it in another chat. I don't know if it was recorded. No, but what I have had, and I don't know if you have had it, but other people can have this. This is completely a, a common problem known before this whole craze, whatever. It's years old already. Is that suddenly my internet only accessed Google related stuff? You can only access Google and search and then click on a link, doesn't work. I, I, I found this out. I was writing an article on Wikipedia, I think, and I was looking up stuff. And in the meantime, listening to YouTube. And then the links didn't work anymore, and Wikipedia didn't work either. But my YouTube was still playing. And then I checked my Gmail, was working. And then other sites didn't work. And I checked on Google, you could see the, the solution. MS config three times restart. It's pretty easy, but it, the thing is, it also affects your phone. It affects the Wi-Fi in your house or the Wi-Fi point you have. So you have to restart. Uh, you, you don't even need to restart your router. I do that, but you don't need to. You restart your computer with the network setting on on the safe mode with MS config, and then it and then afterwards you do it save mode again and then normal mode and then it is solved also your phone so it is a sudden cut of the internet but partly and this is a common thing already happening before nobody knows about this i didn't know about this mm, have a look ms in conflict no ms config mm. uh if you type that oh, in, config, in your search, config, yes. Config, yes. Uh, okay, you type yeah, it yeah. In, yeah, and then you click on, uh, you get the... Oh, here we go, yeah, 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 got it. And then you click on it, and the second tab, there it says a restart or so, and then you have three options, three bullet points. And you have to select first the network one, then the normal save mode one, and then the normal uh, mode. And then oh, yeah. it works again. Well, this is a solution that you can find on Google. Luckily, it says in the on the Google page because you cannot click the link that's behind. That's how, mm -hmm. and this is already there without any implementation of 5G, a corona, anything, mm -hmm. censorship, nothing. This is a technical problem, so-called. Yeah, yeah, so I'm supposed to be, I'm studying IT, but um, I'm doing like a career change from a, from health and science, so it's really difficult for me to like get into um, learning IT and stuff. And I've got to try and get back on some IT servers and stuff because I'm like the first of my friends to go through, you know, I guess you know, leaving my academic career and science and on that route, uh, and now okay. going uh, into please. IT. Yeah. So, okay. um, can I ask some questions before? Be um, uh, how old are you? I'm 28. 28. Okay. Um. And so, so you did a you did a career in science. What kind of science? Because yeah. science is big. Yeah, I did um medical science with honors, and then I was doing working towards my PhD and scholarship for my masters in medicine. PhD. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I dropped right. out now. <laughs> don't I, say I you don't say you've dropped out. You made a different. Come on. Um. No. Oh, no. No. I find it. Oh, no, no, I'm not. I, I just find it actually really, like, serendipitous that 
you know, yeah. like learning about all the programming and then just learning about the capabilities we could do with data. And then because I was a staff member, you know, having, um, you know, years ago I was learning about image recognition. You know, we they had at the uni I did a two-day course and they brought in the um, the gaming company, Nvidia. They, they have actually they were actually outsourced for all the surveillance and AI in Australia. So they came out and we did a two-day course. Um, and so you know we watched them show us all the algorithms and how they do the image detection from surveillance. And I remember like when I was doing my honours, uh, you know one of my peers she was doing it in forensic analysis. So because we were all in the same faculty, I'd watch her presentations and how she was analysing gate from surveillance footage and then her. You know, you create algorithms from the patterns that you see in, you know, people's bodies or whatever. And so then these the video people came out, they showed us how, you know, you write um, machine learning algorithms. And then we had to do our own as a workshop. So, you know, Google, um, so I guess this was years ago, the subsidiary company for Google and their, um, you know, image rep, uh, repositories was um, Kaggle. So I don't know if that's still their AI unit. So then you go on there, we had to go on there and then they had like a 10,000 image database of all like numbers zero to nine. And then we had to write our own algorithms and teach the machine, you know, teach the machine that we were writing. Um, and then we had to write our code in a way that we could send it to the Tesla supercomputers at the bottom of the uni. Um, and then we could send it in batches for them uh, for the super, you know, Tesla battery supercomputer things to um, process the AI code that we were writing uh, so that we could get maximum CPU usage and, you know, um, efficient yeah. AI um, algorithm. So this was years ago. And I guess, and then I just, you know, kept on doing courses with the uni as a staff member because I was also doing, you know, um, my higher research degree. Um, you know, just putting in ethics applications for the patient data that I needed to write my papers and then learning programming. Sorry. And then I just oh, realized. Sorry, can, I, can I just I, ask ethics no, applications? Ethics application, what does that mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. So that means um, whenever you do, because I was working in clinical trials and things like that as well in my in the department. Um, so ethics applications it means before you do a clinical trial or before you do any study even like an honors project in a public you know or private hospital um and you've got grant money for the study or you've applied for grant money you have to put in what's called an ethics application and so then that goes to quite a few bodies so um in america you would have the equivalent you know ethics department to the um uh, the tga so you've got the therapeutics um, goods Administration. Oh, no, that's in Australia. So you've got the FDA, the Food and Drug Authority. Mm-hmm. And so, because I was working in clinical trials with um, uh, probiotics and and then uh, my, you know, master's PhD was going to be on a drug that's used in premature, um, you know, to halt premature labour. So then I had to know quite a few drugs and stuff. And then you got to know... So, sorry, 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 again, again, sorry, um, again. Premature to hold premature labor again. What they said, what does that mean? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, so that's when um, a woman goes into labor before the due date. Uh huh, okay, yeah. So obstetricians will often give you know drugs to halt her 
so that you can stop the contractions. But then my stop um, nature, right? Stop nature. Intervene yeah, with yeah. nature. That yeah. So then my PhD was looking at you know whether we should be doing that because you know whether there's an inflammatory response way before that. Um, and that the body, the the mother's body is expelling the fetus for a reason. And then, you know, if we're just halting it with these, um, uh, you know, whatever, you know, beta channel blockers or, you know, whatever drugs that we're using. So then I was going to, then my professors had contacts in Canada and then we were going to, I was going to organise for the, you know, the writing of the protocol for, you know, my thesis um, for my PhD of comparing whether the baby's born uh, you know whether the outcomes were different upon you know the the longevity of the babies, whether some whether they were given the the drugs to halt premature labour or they weren't. Um, but that's what my but I've dropped out of that. I, then I was working for myself the last two years because then I wasn't sure whether I was ever going back. And now I've started IT, so I've still got to go clear my desk at the hospital, which will be interesting. Um, because I still got my tag, so I'm like. And I was like, Ab was like, you should go in and get yeah, some footage. Um, so I've already um, um, taken um, some Wait footage. a minute, wait a minute. You have to clean up your desk in the hospital. Do it yeah. now. Do it now if you don't want to be forcefully vaccinated. Mm. Actually, yeah, because I've got like my Bose headphones there. They, they were like lots of money. And I've got an Ethernet cable Everything. There. Retrieve every position you have from anywhere you can get. Because we are going to a world where hospitals, banks, uh, other countries will not be accessible without microchips under our skin with vaccinations and all that shit, right? Mm-mm. That's the future. We can see the future. It's dark. It's not nice. But we can see it and learn and uh, get our shit together and it's good you have your shit very well together you're an extremely smart lady but uh get your your possessions especially if they are worth money but also emotional value get them as soon as possible because we are in a war and your hospital is part of the enemy right it's the the other camp let's say right the the other the other um uh what is it um trench Mm. it's so difficult to like what like I accept yeah I mean that's why like I had to leave like I just you know you just kind of saw the incongruence with uh you know my idealized concept of altruism in medicine and healing people and then I just was like oh my god but look how difficult grants are and then look what actually gets funded and then look at all the capabilities we have with programming and I just thought, my God, IT is going to be the future. Like everyone's data is going to be everything about uh, wait a minute, wait health. A minute, wait a minute. It's going to be many IT people. What makes you stand out? No, I mean in the health respect. Like because I was doing, I was like putting in applications for patients' data and stuff, and then I was learning programming, and then that's when I realised, my goodness me if you know how to write a good program and, you know, if it's, if it's a government priority that, you know, they have a study published or they have the data for a certain health thing, then okay, you, could, okay, you, okay. you could write a program, you could get that data, you could, um, you, you know, public policy with health is just, I guess I just realised it was not the altruistic 
you know, um, betterment of the public that I thought it was. So you didn't lose your naivety from Vietnam, right? Now, it is, I mean, it is all learning. You're 28, you're young, right? You are just entering adulthood, let's say, right? Your, your 20s are your uh, phase from the partying phase to the serious working phase, right? So you have lived that and you are a serious uh, uh, academic. I mean, there, you're the only other academic here, I think. I mean, maybe some joint, but that is amazing because I have been fighting for the last years at Fakeologist and other places, the invented idea, the creality that exists that scientists are the evil that it is about science. No, science is our friend. Science means the art of knowing. Or Caleb, listen to MollyCast03, call it the art of learning, that's fine. Um, but it's uh, not science, science is our friend. Scientism is the enemy. And we need scientists against the scientismists. So, right? You see the same thing and you, Experienced that uh, with your short career in waking up, as I understood. Yeah, definitely. Like not making scientism is that a philosophy? Is that what you mean oh, by okay, it? Okay, 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 okay. It is good to clear up uh, things because the, so, uh, first the question then: How long would you say you're? Waking up or so. What is what is your time frame? What what made you wake up? What this this medical medical stuff? I would imagine. Well, I guess what started it was like the last year, but I was more looking into suicides of like people my age, and because uh -huh. it was like my birthday in September, and then I thought about. You know, like the 27 Club, and you know, all the people that had died at 27. I was quite depressed. I just had a really, I don't like my birthday. Well, and then, day? in like, uh, which day, sorry? Oh, so this was back in September last year. So everyone knows my date of birth. Yeah, uh, it's the 12th of September, okay, nice. Uh Because anyway, on the first call with Ab, he just kept asking. <laughs> no, my, you're, my kidding. you're kidding. You're oh, kidding. You're kidding. This is one day asking. after the George Bush. About the New World Order. Yeah, so anyway, I, I, did he say that on the 11th of September? Yeah, in 1991. 1991. Yeah, see how strange is all this? Like, anyway, so I never thought about... Anyway, so that's why I've given up any any of my illusions of anonymity. I just can't do it. I just... I don't know. I'm just such an open book. I've always been like that with my life. And anyway, so it was that first call. Yeah, Ab, like that. in doing that. It's perfect. I do that all the time. <laughs> in February. I didn't even know what it was. I didn't even know what the server was, right? I joined briefly in January and left. And then I was back on and I'd never been voice verified. And then I didn't know what this was. And then like we're moving into the live audio. And I was like, what is this? Where am I going? Anyway, so he was asking me how old I was. And he's like, oh, do you know the people at home? mind if you're chatting to 50 year old men and I'm like what are you talking about like I moved out over a decade ago um you know <laughs> yes, 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 and, and, and he's like oh you know what do you think about 9-11 and I said oh you know it was I woke up to it and it was my 10th birthday and I didn't get a happy birthday that morning I just got like you know look what's happened in America and I went to school 
And then the rest of that school year was on 9-11 and we had to write poems for victims and read about it, you know. Um, so I remember it distinctly because, you know, in Australia, you know, 9-11 was September 12th. So, you know, I woke up to the news yeah. of 9-11 on my 10th birthday. So it's obvious to anyone with half a brain that my date of birth is 12th of September, 1991. <laughs> so, um, the yeah, 90s, the... sorry, the 90s ended on your 10th birthday. That's okay. how the world is, right? I mean, it's not, it's not the, the decade numbers, no. The 90s were a booming era. You have lived as a kid through it. At least you have seen it, right? Uh, when you were eight, nine. I don't remember the, it. The, the, the sky was the limit, right? Australia was similar as Europe. I am certain of that. I haven't been there, but I am certain of that. It's the same. It's hard for me to understand that. Like I've, I've, a few other people have said, because I asked them, what was it like before 9-11? Um, and then they described it, you know. But I said to them, look, it's so hard for me to even comprehend because I was just 10 when it happened. You know, yeah, but still, like, that's, that's still cherish that because you still have lived in the 90s before. Because what started at 9 11, I would say, is the clown world. What started now, I don't know how to call it yet, but uh, right, it's it's a clown world second level, or I don't know. Um, the corona world order, I don't know. Uh, we will make up a good name, new speak, right? We can make our own, yeah, 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 yeah. Shoot, yeah. right? And, but so, how was it different? The, the, the 90s, especially in Western Europe and in, in Holland, where I grew up, it was, the sky was the limit, and it is recognizable in the music. The music of the 90s, the mid-90s, was happy hardcore. That was the Dutch music, and that's one of the bases for hardstyle. Uh, the other base is side trends. And so these two combine very well with, uh, in Hearthstone. And I use that music also because I love it, uh, with or without drugs, but also because of there is so much philosophy in it. And now the speech, the famous speech of Network Peter Finch um, about madness in uh, mixed by the prophet in recession, the guy under which party I did my first ecstasy at, at your age, not even. So I was very late with that. Um, yeah, that all uh, comes together nicely. And that is uh, uh, the 90s are represented by the music, like every era, right? The 70s, the deep purple, the depressing stuff, and then the more happy disco stuff and so right. Um, the space uh, fashion of the 80s related with all these probes that were allegedly sent up into into the air, right? Supernatural lies. Um, so yeah, uh, the music of an era defines it. And I don't know what music is written right now, the Corona raps or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, do that, right? Music. If you if anyone who is creative has artistic skills, and most people have that because we have to naturally make art. I do street theater, right? I go on the street and I. Make scenes? Well, why not? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's fascinating for me to hear. Like, people say, you know, I guess the first time I went to America, I was 12. And so, obviously, so this was after 9-11, because, yeah, it was in... Mm, no, I, it was um, the Christmas holidays. Um, 
Is it? Yeah, it was in the Christmas holidays. Oh, actually, it turned into 2013, I think. Um, but yeah, so every time, like, I've travelled, you know, except when I was a baby to Fiji when I was three or whatever. Like, I, it's my, I guess, uh, you know, cognizant, you know, what I remember um, has been, you know, of international travel has been after, you know, 9-11. And so, you know, the whole patting down of people, the whole walking through security and all that. Because a few people pointed that out and they said, look, we didn't have to do that before 9-11. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and so I guess it's hard for me to imagine not doing it because that's all I've ever seen is doing it. Yeah, exactly. And that's how they're programming the people now, right? The people growing up now are being used to being microchipped going through a virus scanner at airports, right? That is what we have been in. And who is behind the virus scanner in the end? Bill Gates, not because of the vaccinations, but because of windows. That is where they really come from, right? Not vaccinations. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting as well, like when you look into the technology, like so, you know, Intel was always supposed to be that blue collar, um, you know, American company, but their base is in Israel now. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so, you know, DEF CON, like there's also like a DEF CON, like hacking conference. And so there's one, I don't know if you've watched it called Death Mode Unlocked, and, you know, one of the leading cybersecurity experts talks about how, you know, he found this flaw in, all, you know, every Dell intel computer um you know and he like goes through the <laughs> the exploit at the defcon conference and it's called god mode unlock and uh it's just so obvious that they've already got backdoors in every bit of data every bit of technology and i'm doing cyber security and so i see the pro- like you know i've got to interact with these programs and i put up on my youtube channel you know a screenshot of my course content and I even like posted on here a few weeks ago, like my assessment item, you know, where I had to come up with the, with it. It was, you know, they put them as assessments, but I just do them as activities. Um, well, that's what they are until I have to do like the end of chapter summary or whatever. But it was for the IoT unit, which I still haven't finished. But yeah, it was to come up with a new sensor. And then the Cisco, you know, the assignment blurb was like, you know, imagine say we put a sensor on the toilet roll so that then. You know, um, you know, he all could, you know, he said that the smart cities that I have to create don't have to think about the toilet rolls. And then people were just putting, you know, funny answers back to me about where I should put a sensor. <laughs> um, but you know, we, I've got to create smart cities in this, pro- in you know, this program and do wiring in these buildings and you know, look at the power, um, you know plants um, and the grids and stuff yeah so it's all it's all like you know and i say in the youtube video that i that i do that was, i, I do interrupt people because i want them to think about what they say not a la Veglet. we did a podcast last year about that when garish and me were still okay okay uh, but um sorry uh, what was that yeah you're you are you're talking about Working on smart city IT, like you're talking about gardening, yeah, that is yeah, yeah. a bit strange to me because you are in the heart of the enemy, right? Yeah, no, no. So that's what I'm saying. This new IT course that I'm doing, this whole smart city agenda, I'm looking at this program, right? And that's why I'm sharing the screenshots on my YouTube because I just. Anyone who thinks that this has just been pulled out of thin air, I mean, 
it's just it's not even rational to think that like I'm looking at these programs I'm looking at these simulations that I'm working with and it's like these have been around for decades they have been meaning to roll this out for decades there's no way they just came up with all these IoT sensors there's no way that they had all this you know these really advanced programs for someone like me a learner now to use so that I can quickly learn and be able to control these grids and smart cities like and it's just like they and the way that they teach it, you know, and it's like oh, we're now going to go into this smart home and let's see how you can go with modifying the home gateway to connect all of these IoT devices. <laughs> and it's just the way that they talk about it in the course that I'm like, oh. you know, I mean, it blew my mind and, you know, the last two weeks. Um but I guess now it's like this is the reality, you know. I Yeah, it's the tragic reality we live. Can I share a story about, about this so-called smart city? Um, the building I live in, or the buildings here, we used to access using our fingerprint. Um, and what happened is I knew the... Uh, the guards downstairs and they know me I'm very fleshy orange and other colors and I'm going now with Molly and everybody recognizes her beauty so they opened the door for me with a button and then you open the door and then one day there was a guy who was also new in the security uh, department there and so and he didn't open the door for me and then I asked can okay, please open the door and he said no you have to open the door using fingerprint and I said sorry uh, you know me I live here I uh, come every day here and uh, you just open the door you're standing there and uh, what the fuck and then the guy refused and um, I am skinny but I'm strong and I pulled open the door without using the fingerprint and this guy was standing there like what the fuck is happening here and next time I went back downstairs using a camera. I have it on film, I have it on video. His reaction and his attitude. And his boss was standing next to him as well. And I explained to him that his existence here is only because of me and people like me. We are the owners of the apartments and we pay the administration that keeps him, gives him a job there. So he should open the door for me because I support his existence. And I explained the role of what the security does. It keeps away people, not known people, and the, the, the people who live there, they should be opened. And then this whole Corona craze started. And we were um, sitting at the administration uh, to get a chip to open the doors and not your fingerprint anymore because suddenly, of course, you're oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I so made a you're, scene you're breaking there. out. Okay. Yeah, what I was it after the chip? Um, that was that the, the uh, suddenly you couldn't use the fingerprint anymore because it would be uh, contagious, right? Right. I mean this shit. So oh, okay. uh, we got a chip, yeah. chip to open doors. But I challenge the system, and when I was getting this chip. I was sitting there with my neighbors, including the man I was talking about before. 
Um, the old men I meant on the street, uh, the rich uh, strata of society men, and in a line with people waiting for our chip to be received and registered. Um, there were people outside the administration and they were knocking on the door and I wanted to open the door for them. And then the door was locked. We were locked in. And then I shouted through the room, you cannot do this to us. You cannot just lock us in without informing us, uh, senora. And then the, the administrator, complete uh, fascist uh, dictator, she uh, she said, yeah, uh, lower your voice, blah, blah. And, but all the people that were there, even the man who was completely glued to his uh, cell phone, completely smartphone, was saying, yes, he's right. But the, the Colombians don't speak up, but I speak up all the time. Like I do online, I do in real life too. Yeah, yeah. So have they implemented the, the chip now? Mm. Now the, the doors beginning? are all open, so you don't have to touch them and blah, blah, blah. You know, how it's also stupid, right? I mean, <laughs> I go with Molly every time, right? It's so yeah. great to have Molly. That's why <laughs> all this talk about Rollo and all that shit, and this guy is an uh, egomaniac. He, he invents realities. He's co completely, uh, he's a mental patient. And uh, Oscar and me gave him two months more to live, which is quite an achievement. But OK, uh, enough about that. Uh, what I got yeah, from yeah, this, I what know, I got from I that trip is Molly, and that is the most important thing, and uh, the rest doesn't matter. Look, I don't, I don't know the situation with you and Rolo. Like I'm, like I no, said, I'm, I'm I just only wanted new to, to this... say this, and uh, uh, Molly is the most important thing, and uh, and that's, and I make my own money, no worries. Okay, all right, yeah, because I just someone linked me to the Fart Podcast, so I listened to that that last episode in February, uh, and then. Yeah, I where I heard about the situation, and then everyone said that the Gaia he's not on the forums, and so that's why when I first voiced with you last week, um, OS was like, "Oh, you've never spoken to him before, have you?" Because um, obviously, because everyone knows I'm new here. Yeah. And then, um, I, I'm not quite new, no. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know what any of this drama is, and so whenever they start talking about it on the podcast, I ask, you know, what's this drama? What? Why do you guys always talk about this? What yeah. Uh, can drama? I ask you first? Uh, what What did Rollo say? Because I haven't listened. I'm not. I'm not tempted to. I. For me, it's a it's a closed chapter. With I don't want anything to drag on, on fake colleges and garrison and all that shit. I'm not there for that. I'm uh, sharing my thoughts, right? I'm there for for Ab. He. He respects me, he understands me. It's very hard to understand me. I'm a very complex person, right? Um, but uh, all these people make drama, but Rollo is inventing stories about me, and, and so it's really tragic. Uh, so I'm obliged to fight that somehow or so, right? It's ridiculous. So I have released a podcast where we have the street interview in Rollo's few good moments I could get out of him. I wanted to have this podcast personality out of him well he needs at least 24 beers to get that out of him yeah per day his breakfast is two six packs of beer mm. so this man is saying stuff shit on the fart i don't know what no no look i don't know what uh, look, account, right so look, my, I my i have everything to back my story up in terms of video in terms of uh receipts everything and he has his 
his alcoholist stories about the, his only friend he had. And he has done this exact thing on Del Cra, the sweetest man you can imagine in Ireland. He has done the same thing. And Del Cra needs to be back at Fakeologist. He's the, one of the oldest members there, an amazingly interesting and nice man. And he was abused by Rollo, and that made him leave Fakeologist. Get him back. I don't know who that is. Look, I don't know what it, it whether he was talking, um, you know, shit about you. I just remember it was he was talking about how because I think Jarvis was supposed to come on the trip as well, and then mm. he, and then Jarvis didn't end up going, and then you know Rollo said he was paying for the food and alcohol for the whole trip, and then he was asked. From you, $1,900. And then in a few days' time, you'd ask him again for some more money. And then... Uh, oh, oh, okay. A few days' time. Okay. Okay, okay. Please, please. And, then, and, and that's it. That's the story. That's, okay, that, that's, what, yeah, that's yeah, what I remember from the fact. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, perfect. So that's perfect, only perfect. what I remember. Thank you. Thank you. That's enough. Thank you. Uh, you're Australian, and I don't want to make it personal, so I want to make the situations clear how they are without going into details, without doxing things and so about Rollo. Rollo is uh, almost dead and I pity him and uh, his poor soul and he could have done better, uh, especially with me. But okay, about enough about that. A fully organized 15-day excursion with transport, with safety, with translations, with getting the cheapest beer, the cheapest cigarettes you can get to support someone's grave, grave addiction of 30 to 40 beers per day and three packs of 20 of cigarettes per day, which costs 460 Australian dollars if you do that in Australia or 1 million pesos per day if you do that in Australia in Colombia money. Yeah. Um, we supported him. We gave him full assistance. I was holding my ashtray underneath Rollo's hand because he doesn't give a shit about where he is. He just drops his ash on my balcony floor here. Yeah. Um, the uh, I had his favorite music every day in the car. Uh, finding out what he likes, downloading it from YouTube, converting it to MP3, and having it next day in the car. We had uh, I cooked for him a vegetarian pasta, which was, was according to Rollo on par with one of the best restaurants in the city. All this service, everything Oscar and me have done for him, we asked as a salary for that. This is our job. This is our, I have a tourist company or I have the tourist company. Let's see how things go. And caring for this mental patient, we ask for this each two hours of the minimum salary in Australia per day for 24-hour assistance. Do you think that it is unfair? Look, I'm not sure. Look, I, I can only hear your story and then, you know, summarize it for myself, I, you know. Um, but is that I, taking I, I, money I, from someone is 1,900 Australian dollars for 15 days, fully organized everything excursion. Is that expensive? My full price is 9,000 Australian dollars. 
yeah, so I, like I just have a very different philosophy. Like I'm a very, um, uh, you know, generous art person, and I don't. Mm, me too. Yeah. I, yeah. So, so mm. I, I, like I, I can't comment on this because. No. You know, okay. I, I no. Let's go into that. No. No. Please. Let's talk about generosity. I love that. That's great because I am very generous. Uh, today, I offered an 84-year-old man who lost. Two of his children on the same day before yeah. this Corona craze. I In offered way. him the palace because I have this. I can share it. I want to share it. And I want to share it with good, well-thinking people. And this man was glowing. He couldn't walk before and he walked back. We walked back together. I, I picked him up by car, literally one minute, and uh, we walked back. That's I'm wonderful. Generous. Do, do you mind me asking how he lost two? Did you say it was in February? Before this Corona craze, uh, one of uh, cancer, f f close to 50 years old, uh, young, and the other one, I don't know. Uh, I haven't asked that yet. But um, this man is completely broken. Uh, yeah, he's in absolutely. agonizing pain, and he offer today and i want to do that adventure with him to go to yeah. pacho his birthplace now nah, yeah. yeah. i mean if i can do this heaven uh, this is uh, living this war like this that is what it, life is about i think and that the all this fakeology all this analyzing all these conspiracies is only useful if you use it for these kind of things absolutely like i'm connecting with you know my neighbors, people in the community, like I have, even like bus drivers, like tell me without me even opening my mouth that they know no one with Corona. Oh, yeah. And, great. you know, people are starting to, like, they talk to me without me even saying anything. And because I don't like look at people looking scared, so they can tell that I smile at them and that, you know, I never before was like this, you know, never before did I, you know, ever bother just trying to smile at people in public or just, you know, acknowledge, like, I always waved goodbye off the bus. But just even the people I was sitting next to on the bus or whatever, I just didn't because I just felt this really, you know, yucky, restraining energy from them that like they were just in the rat race and that, you know, everyone's just out for themselves. Whereas now, like, I see people looking scared and I see them like they're in want of kindness. And yes, so, yes. you know, and I never felt that like before, even in the supermarket, like I just didn't, I don't like anyone standing near me. I don't like, you know, I just don't like people's energy. Whereas now, like, and I, my neighbour took me, God bless her, herself, took me to the shops because I'm not driving. And so, you know, she drove and um, so I could buy, you know, a few more things because it's a bit hard to carry everything back home. But, um, you know, I just said to her, like, you know, like, you saw me, like, I even pushed a lady's trolley out of the way. And, you know, that lady that thank you to me. And then, you know, I let people, like, lean across me, you know. Whereas before, I just hated that. Like, I would never like, let anyone just even like you know come you know lean across to grab something from me i would always stand in place in the aisle where they they knew i didn't want to be near them <laughs> whereas now like i'll just stand there in you know right next to the, the cans and just read it and i don't care that someone's there leaning against me you know people don't care that i'm touching their trolleys to move them out of my way you know they say thank you to me and it's like before i never was like this and it's like i'm seeing that people you know, I definitely there's a kindness that I'm I'm feeling from people that I've never felt before. Beautiful, because 
what you are doing with this. We share kindness and by that we destroy the agenda, right? We make the hoax disappear. The agenda, the PSYOP is to separate us, to divide us, to put ourselves into our own camps, our living rooms, where we connect to Netflix and smartphones and smart grids and shit and not embrace each other, hug each other kiss each other, go outside, meet people, talk, touch, uh, create, document. They don't want that. So if we do that, we are stronger. We That's our own power. We make their power disappear. They think they're powerful. They're not. Right? They're psychopaths. They're bluffing. It's poker. They are. They are. Because there's no archetypes in you know our history. There's no archetypes in nature of, you know, this destruction. You know, you watch nature, you know, a field left on its own. It just flowers, it blossoms, it, you know. I um, see, I, 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 sorry. I, I, as, a geologist, as a geologist, I see quite some uh, analogues. Um, and that's why I, my name is Gaia. It's the only goddess we can be sure exists, right? What does Gaia mean? Gaia is the Greek name for the, the earth, the goddess of earth. You could call her Bachue, you could call her Pachamama, right? The earth goddess. No, I don't know. Right? Okay. It's, it's a universal concept, a uh, cosmovisional concept, that the people developed Mother Earth, right? The fertility of Earth. The, and also geology, right, is derived from Gaia. Geophysics, oh. geo, geochemistry, everything, ge geography, everything, geo, comes from Gaia. So, um, that is why I keep people in reality with Gaia. That's why we went on a geologic excursion. Mode. Geography, we looked at the geography of the canyon, Chicamocha Canyon, deeper than the Grand Canyon. In absolute beauty. And I will mix in now, world reaction. So Christy and Rosie, where am I? Apparently this is deeper than the Grand Canyon. I know the, um, the video doesn't do it justice, but my God, it's so friggin' beautiful here. Look at that view. And I still I w wish I was home with you. <laughs> I do, but uh, guys just pissing me off a little bit, but that's all right. So, so. It's not green screen. I'm actually here. Have a look at that. <laughs> yes, it's amazing, isn't it? What have you? Have you ever seen anything like it? I've never. I mean, the gra uh, the Grampians were great, but this is amazing. And look at look at the makeup. It's still, after the Joker last night. It still hasn't come off. I try to get it off. Okay, next. Um, yeah, I can do that, and I will do it. Uh, okay, um, we um, we're talking about. Um, sorry, uh, can we go back to? Uh, connecting with people, sorry, yeah, connecting. Uh, because we make it disappear. We make the 
the psyop redundant if they cannot get us and you're talking you were talking about an important point which i have to talk about and you said it is fear-mongering and i think uh, i agree to a certain extent but there is real things going on bram my best friend who keeps me alive now he supports me with a loan which i I'm working on uh, to uh, pay back. It's nice. Um, well, he is living. Uh, yeah, I do not deny it. I'm about to be. I was about to be homeless. Okay, no, just, I, just park, I'm in park, death. Please park it. Yeah. Please park it for for one minute. Um, Bram is living in Belgium. He was walking in the forest. He was haunted by the police, inventing their own rules, and now he told the story experience. He was walking. In the park was sitting someone on a bench. There was a police motorcycle, a police jeep, and a police van that were arresting this man. Oh my god. In France, the fine is 250 euros to do that. Sit in a park on a bench. And when Bram was telling me this story, I was just getting up from the bench with Molly behind the palace. I mean, and there's so he got fine? All this. No, no, I, there's no, that is not the, the, the law here. Uh, here you can luckily, uh, and dogs are people, uh, right? So I can go out with Molly anyway. Do you have a dog? No, I'd love one. I really would. Uh, but get I've one. Been living get one. Now I know. It's... I, I just, it's, I was living, I'm moving out now, so I'm going to move in with okay. my friend and say, we'll see what it's like. But yeah, I couldn't have one in this building. Okay, but, um, no, no, so, okay. so, that, that's yeah, first, yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, so I wasn't denying that there are real-world consequences. Like, I, even though I'm doing an in-demand degree, there's no point applying for jobs now because no one's hiring, you know? No, but, then, but, but wait, yeah. wait, so, wait, wait. You have worked I, I, as an entrepreneur, so you know how to create your own job. I mean, you're an expert. Yeah, but, like, so, but, like, I haven't been able to pay rent. So, I'm, you know, I was in arrears, and so, you know, I had to give my three weeks' notice, and, you know, pretty much. Uh, I've got to, I'm I'm out of here on Tuesday, um, because uh, uh, the thing is, you can move in here. The only thing is the travel restrictions, but uh, life is much cheaper here. I can tell you. But no, I have I have spare rooms, and that's why I share what I have. But I understand your room really. It's horrible. Yeah. But you have yeah, so, who supports you? Yeah. Oh, luckily. Oh my goodness me. We had like, an hour conversation because. She's been caught up. She thinks it's real, this coronavirus, and so she was wanting me to get tested on the day I moved in. Um, you know, get her on, the... get her on, and when he... she will no, not do I... it anymore. Oh, so she saw some reasons, so that was good because I said she just kept on what me saying that I should fight, you know, with the tenancy union, and I said, look, this is really toxic. Like, and she's like, well, would you prefer to move in with me? And I said. I don't want you to think I'm jeopardizing your health if I move in with you. And she goes, mm-hmm. I know, I know. Question. Yeah, because she just, and she's like, no, no, it's just that I'm older than you. And so I could be sick. And now that you've told me you don't believe this, is that you think this is a conspiracy, it makes me worried. And I said to her, you know that I've dropped out of a PhD in medic- medicine. Do you think I'm going to start saying things to my friends that I can't back up from a textbook? Yes, and she goes, right. no, oh, she's like, oh, no, I know you that and I said when what are you trying to say to me she goes I just don't think you're going to be as careful because you know you said 
because I said to her, look, my dad's got a small business. I'm able to get some grocery money. I haven't been approved for any government benefits because I was working for myself and I haven't been on them. Mm. And so I said to her, this is the only money I can get by working in the garage with my dad as a mechanic. You know, I said to her, look, I'm really strong. My, it's only my dad and his second wife. She can't lift things like I can. She can't get under the car. You know, how's she going to get under there, put, replace the clutch pad? You know, and she's like, oh, oh, no, oh wait, wait, oh, wait, oh. wait, 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 wait. I love your rattling things because I also have that, but I have to intervene. It's still my podcast now. I love, I love to listen to you. And you have a lot of things to talk about cars. Oh, nice. Um, and car mechanic, uh, women, nice, cool. Uh, my mother was in uh, uh, not a car mechanic, but uh, a racing driver, but not really serious. But she drove ones on for it, and I got that those her skills. So, but uh, not about this. Uh, yes, okay. This doesn't sound like a good basis with your friend to start living with her. Let me paint oh, you no, one thing. Uh, please, 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 please. Let me. Let me paint one scenario you have to think about now when you go live with anyone. And that is the question, would you still live with me if they force us to be vaccinated and I refuse? Yeah, look, I think that it's almost like a slippery slope argument for someone who's thought this was real for the last <laughs> three months so I might just hold off asking putting that to her until she's lived with me until we've lived together and you know okay 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 yeah, yeah. yeah you you choose dictating anything right you you I, how how is that possible you live your life the best way right but this question is going to become the divisive question in the near future right this is not 2030 anymore like I thought this is 2020 Alrighty, well, if they let me come to Colombia, guys, you can expect me. I'll come and I can do yes, some work. Paradise. Paradise <laughs> here, absolutely. Yeah, I know. It's, it will be an immigration country, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a good workout. Maybe I should try and get over before they introduce vaccine. Mm, yeah. No, definitely. Now you will enjoy it here because uh, <laughs> you have the same people of, of how to interact with people. The only thing is, and that's the thing I will, I am spreading here as well, and in also in, in Western countries. What is happening? Uh, the markets we were talking about. So what is needed for the Colombians here, they need to fucking improve their English. So I'm going to help them with what is my course material, truth-seeking material. How about that? Yeah, I can teach English classes. I'm very good. I used to teach university. Okay, in return, what I want to offer as well is to train the Westerners in Spanish. Spanish is yeah. a separate world language, not Chinese, not yeah. Arabic. Spanish has the biggest connected landmass in language in the world. Yeah, yeah. I read a book um, on languages. And yeah, so they said at the end of the book, either learned... Um, Chinese or Spanish, but Spanish was the more, um, it's not geographically concentrated like Chinese was, whereas Spanish it's, mm -hmm. yes. um, and yeah. I mean, Chinese is absurd, of course, in all kinds, but you are a native English speaker, and I've said this before on 
a podcast which I still have to mix in or whatever, but I've said it before, um, is that English, oh yeah, on Fakeologies, uh, tomorrow it's released. Uh, tomorrow that will be the 11th of April. Okay. Um, here. Uh, okay, in Canada. Uh, let's go back. English is like 35-40% a Roman language. Your language is completely dominated by Latin terms. Imagination. Imagination, imagination. Verb building in Dutch. Yeah. Dutch is very much more Germanic and German even more. And uh, English is so Romanic, uh, Latin language, that a Romanic language, learning a Romanic language is very easy for English speakers. And the easiest of all, by far, is Spanish. Not French, it's difficult, you, you don't pronounce it as you write it, it's bullshit. Uh, it's, it's big, that makes it good. Italian, beautiful, but it's small. Uh, Portuguese is uh, useful, but Spanish is the main one. Learn Spanish, it's easy, and I can provide it, right? I can do both. That's what my ability and what I make use of now. Yeah, yeah, and I was learning it a few years ago. Entonces, hable, um, hablemos español. Si, si, si ya has aprendido algo, yo hablo no, 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 despacio, no, no. yo hablo despacio, entonces me entiendes. Oh, no. I can't, I can't, I can't. I was only just learning off an app where I had to like pick the word and a picture. No, 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 no. The best way is with music and movies. Like I learned Spanish. I, I didn't have Spanish classes. I learned um, 10 languages in my life in total, but uh, wow. I don't speak them all. I don't speak them all, right? I mean, uh, I'm trilingual uh, and a bit of German. That's how I would say it. Mm. Oh, I was singing German to delete the elite yesterday. <laughs> oh, what? What? Yeah, because he's singing he's... German. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I was joke. learning Swedish yeah. um, last year with my client, and because you know she's got three kids, and um, yeah, she married in Australia, and I was working really intensely with them, and um, I still got the Swedish books here next to me on the couch because. Um, I accidentally wrote it in the chat, you know, all the, the sentences from the kids' book that I was learning, and then I was going to sing an ABBA song in Swedish, and then I'm like, oh, no, wait, I, don't, I haven't done any, like, singing, you know, warm-up exercises. I can't hit those notes. And then I was like, okay, I can sing a song in German. Um, <laughs> so I sang, you do it, wait. Ash, 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 the mic and the floor are yours, and you have over a million listeners. Please. I haven't walked up already. <laughs> I sang to it, my friend's Dutch friend, actually, in January, and she said it was pretty good. <laughs> Wait, I'll send it to you. Can you sing along with me? <laughs> uh, I, I'm not I, singing. If you do it, I... Uh, here we go. Myself. And your ears. Oh, wait. Oh, wow. We have a link. Listeners, all million... I, I, I literally have Fruit a Listeners. Dragon. Oh, nice. Uh, oh. Yeah, this wait, one. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Um, Oder, Andi Freude. Is it German? Yeah. So I can sing it's German. Uh, it's, not, it's not Swedish. Oh, then we can sing along. I cannot sing Swedish, but German is okay. Uh, okay. When do we start? Wait a minute. Wait a second. Uh, 
Maybe you, you know, play you... it on your end because mine's not coming. Oh to wait, you. Uh, we have a bot, man. We have fucking better bots than than fakeologists because I don't piss off trips. Yeah, I had to make the comments again. What's piss off trips? Sorry. No, App used to have the same bots as I have, but he pissed off tripped tryptamine, the Moroccan guy, very nice guy, and then. His bots were gone, and I still have them. So that's how the reality is. Well, he has his own soundboard in his own production, in his own studio kind of thing. It's perfect, right? Personally, I'm one of his podcast children. I'm not looking bad at my father, right? I mean, uh, Fakeopedia has a lot of articles. Let's sing along. Um, let's see if it works. Um, shit. Uh, no? Yeah. Yeah. Boy, that girl, mountain, Dr. Azilidium, Beer, Beatrice, Diamonds over bins and theater, as the borders linger ties, I'm not at the same, same uh, moment, but okay. What minute are we? Them the
I could have held it. It's too long. Wow. Wow, well done. Beast, beast, beast. I don't know if my pronunciation is any good. The Dutchman oh, said I got doing... some of it. Oh, for, no, for an Australian, um, you did absolutely perfect. Um, I can tell you from first hand experience that the PhDs, the German PhDs, their English is not as good as your German. <laughs> I played football with them, I played football with them, and I have worked with them and everything. So, yeah. Well, that's the only thing I could see in German because I was learning Swedish with my client, and then I just She's a natural speaker. She could speak six languages, but she was learning, but she couldn't speak German, uh, you know, not fluently. And then all the kids were just laughing at me, and they they were teaching me things to say and to her Swedish friends. And I was saying ridiculous things like that. I had a red beard, and, <laughs> and so then I was like, "That's it," you know, with my client. I said, "We're going to both learn a language that we're both not good at," and that was yeah. German. Ah, nice, fun, cool. And German is a good language because it's big, and especially in international trade, IT, medical, a uh, uh, buyer, right? It's a big company. I mean, they have their spin-offs and they have their research centers in Germany. German research is still at the highest level, right? Not only Nazi research, not only German research, because that's mostly fake. Right? Werner van Braun, actor, of course. Mm, yeah. Uh, that, that is, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, how do you think about space travel? Oh, like I've, I've realized now that that's obviously a charade. Mm-hmm, nice. And wh what, what makes you think that? Oh, I just, I saw like just snippets of some footage and enough and I was like, you know, that makes so much sense and you know like just the last few months like I wondered like how can NASA now say that they don't have the technology to go back to the moon when they did before <laughs> like it just doesn't make sense it's like you know what the hell like you can't just yeah. do that in science and technology just all of a sudden claim you've lost you know once you write a program once that knowledge is out there you can't just say it's suddenly gone yeah exactly you understand the natural progress of science and engineering and anything that functioned in 1969 functions now either much better or it's old and replaced by something else. So we could now uh, go a holiday on the bike. Everything, everyone was imagining, according to at least the newspapers, and probably at books and so on, and uh, cartoons and stuff, comics, um, movies. Um, uh, talking about movies, uh, going about movies. Uh, we are NASA, so movies is is their their main thing. The Hollywood producing studio. Um. Yeah, that's right. Hey, oh yeah, that's a nice nice thing. I haven't got that on air yet, but did you know that my DJI Mavic Pro drone has a Hasselblad camera? I don't know what a Hasselblad camera is. No, yeah, that is Hasselblad is a very special camera because they were the cameras used to photograph the fake moon landings. 
I'm I'm very very careful drone. Like I, I you have probably seen the photos, or if not, you will see a lot of photos in my channel, in my server. Uh, I've taken photos and video with the drone during the excursion with Rollo. He also got that for free. He never got his his videos and so because that was planned for the last night and Mr. Stay decided to stay in his hotel. I had everything planned here. Give you the videos and everything you had the right to have and your camera and all that. But no. Okay. Um let's go back. Uh drone. Yeah. So I used my drone at the third day, I think second, third day, here in Bogota. So I filmed how a city of ten million people looks like under lockdown with the drone. And that was wow. great. I want to do it again. I want to do it again. But the thing is, I cannot really fly from the balcony again. It's giving too much papaya. It's giving too much attention. I, I have a view of more than a million people, but also more than a million people have a view of course, right? Mm, mm. Well, I look forward to going on your channel, looking through it. Thank you again. I, got, I love photos. Um, I oh, nice. Well, uh, yeah. I love photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, then you can teach me a lot because I also love photos. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I just, I was just taking stuff on my phone. But um, no, look through it. You'll see me commenting away if there's any photos on here. I love uh, it. I have my Pompeii trip in there, my Vesuvius trip. Oh before. my gosh! Wow. Uh, photos from the palace, uh, hundreds. Uh, photos of Molly on Instagram. Molly Monica. 79 uh, AD. That's when Mount Vesuvius. No, was. no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. 1631 and 1695. Look at Fakeopedia. Okay, no, but is the other day the one that they say? That's fake. It? It's fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. So I'm still learning, but I remember. Yeah, I've got, yeah, I remember yeah. history pretty well. Uh, then, uh, what, yeah. Well, uh, you can read the Fomenko channel if you're interested in an alternative mm. chronology of history. Uh, yeah, Dr. Yeah. Dr. Anatoly Fomenko, you let, you're an academic, right? Dr. Anatoly Fomenko, a mathematician, a Russian mathematician, born in 1945. Wow, look at these photos. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my you. God. <laughs> I'm going to be here for a while. Um, sorry, I was just going to say, I was going to go make another coffee that I might just... Um... Oh, nice. Is it Colombian coffee? No, no, it's just... Um, Nescafe. Oh no, that's not coffee, please. <laughs> okay, okay. Next time, broken. next time, uh, when when all this shit is over, you will sit here next to me on the balcony, the <laughs> famous balcony where Rolla also was sitting, uh, and and puking. But um, uh, no, uh, you will uh, sit here puking because I will prepare you a nice Colombian coffee. <laughs> All right, looking forward to it. <laughs> and Molly, oh man, she, Molly is lying here. Guys, completely happy and and yeah, she, wow. Is, Molly she is hot. And Molly is hot uh, normally, but Molly is hot now. And every yesterday, a, a dog ch uh, uh, chased us for an hour and a kilometer, and I had to uh, almost kick him away. I don't kick dogs, but uh, like that chase him away for three blocks to uh, get him away from Molly. Oh. Yeah. It is, wild it's... dogs? No, 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 no. I mean, uh, there are dogs that, that, that walk around freely, but they're owned. Own. Like what, Molly? Yeah, that's the thing. And 
Uh, oh, no, a thing I have to talk about, Oscar. Um, I, uh, my friend and my business partner and, uh, and, and co-nurse of Rollo, right? Oscar, the famous Oscar. He uh, hung up on me in the final uh, phone call we had after a month. Uh, I want to plan to uh, let Molly and Molly, his Molly play and my Molly play uh, and bring him some cheese, which he needs and wants, and wheat, right? Uh, Maria Juana. Um, but he hung up on me because I refuse to vaccinate Molly. And he sees me as someone who is evil and doesn't understand things and so. And I tell him, he comes up with the white coats. Yeah, but the scientists say I'm blah, blah. And I say, Oscar, you offend me. I am a scientist. I have looked into this from a scientific point of view. And I used to believe what you believe. But please don't impose your religion on me. I do with my money what I do. And you do money what you want to do. And respect that. And then we are all fine. But he doesn't. He doesn't. He cannot. He sees me as evil and bad for Molly and so on. Mm. Look at yeah. these photos. Who's in this? Um, the was that Shrek? Someone's painted green. Did I? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me. Oh, is that you? <laughs> I did. I did everything. I did. The... Uh, uh, yeah. It was for an uh, Halloween party. It was the part. No, it was Brahms. Oh man, Brahms parties. Bram lived in a student apartment where there were 15 students living in a three-story flat and they had a basement, like a proper uh, club basement, right? And they always, every year, had a dress-up party with a different theme every year. And there were 300 people there in that building in, at these parties. And this is for one of these parties. And... After one of these parties, I literally, next morning, well, uh, 8 o'clock in the morning, so I, I ended the party at 3, and I went to the airport to first time to Colombia. <laughs> yeah, yeah is, uh, Have you seen the, my, me as a devil? Uh, no, I'm just scrolling through. Is it in this photos only? Look at that moon, that crescent moon, that's gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Yeah. All right, let's go over the photo. That's nice. Talk about it. It's nice yeah, because uh, the, the listeners might be interested in what kind of photos are taken and we take and other people and so on. Photos only. Um, photos only. Yes. Are you, did you get married? Is that you um, I did get married and this corona craze couldn't make it clearer that it's best if we divorce again. So. Oh, look at you! Why are you quite tall? Um, I don't know. I've Australian tennis probably not so much, but where are you? Uh, sorry, where are you? Then... I am in hashtag photos only, 10 okay. August 2019. Okay, let me scroll up and then I am... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just put my I just saw myself in Shrek, so... Yeah, yeah, all right, one second. I'll just put my thing on... Where are we? Um, we have Laura Mars's views. We have Rick's views. 
Yeah, this is in all these things. Oh, you're already. I'm in November. Jesus, what a lot of photos I have. Fuck. I didn't realize this. Yeah, oh, the helicopter. Uh, oh, this this crescent moon. Yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah, the view from the the other small balcony. Uh, where are we then? Uh, October. Jesus, a lot of photos. September, and we're getting close. September, September, September. Um, ah, they see me as um, from Star Wars. That is what my mother did when she was still alive. It took her four hours to get me like that. Uh, but it was uh, that was for a Halloween party at my sister's place, where all the girls, no exception, were dressed up as witches. Well, one exception, my sister. All the others were dressed up as witches. Um, where are we then? Are you still there, Ish? The drone, the whistle, the thunderous sound. It seared their eyes, it shook the ground. 100,000 voices lift while ashes like dirty snowfall drift. The clouds of purple glowing gas. The tiny sun is rising fast. Your star is on the rise. <laughs> Writing the old man that I'm calling, uh, but tomorrow. Uh, uh, so I have to think now in English and Spanish at the same time. That is a challenge, especially at my level of cheesiness. But it's oh, fine. No, no, you know, you could um, take a break. No. I'll just keep scrolling. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not breaking anything. I, I'm training myself. This is this is uh, like a female thing, right? Females are better in doing things at the same time. Different things. No, no, I'm not. I'm not like that at all. I can't. No, well, you're a car mechanic. <laughs> Talk about your car mechanic, and in the meantime, then I will. Photograph. Oh, look at this! Who posted? That's uh, so weird seeing like what people did on September 12, 2019. Yes, mm -hmm. mini me. 
Oh, is that his son? And then what's this meme? Illuminati, 4G, 18%, 12.22 confirmed. <laughs> Me. You got, look at this one. Um, oh, that's, what's it say? Decat Decathlon. I actually would like to have my um, uh, advertisement board there with Masmuska, but that is too expensive. But I would like that. If someone can sponsor that, that's the thing. I'm looking for foreign investors into the ideas I have. And I think they're very valuable and can pay off very well. Um, also because I deal with the strata of society, which are even cheaper if you invest in a foreign country and not dealing with the higher middle class, which you normally would deal with if you enter such a country. Oh, wow. So this is the view from your um, balcony of the Decathlon sign. Uh, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. That's the view I have now, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's called the palace, you see, right? I don't even know what the palace looks like from the outside. Well, I have the inside too. There are photos of the, the inside. That's why. But I was still here. Yeah, I'm seeing my own Chernobyl photos. Where are you? August, you said? September. Hello, Doggy. Molly. Hello, Molly. Hello. Molly. Molly is in the background. She wants to be always in there. Uh, she's oh, in she the can talk to me. Hello, Molly. Hello. I told you, know, I got two Molly. rainbow parakeets. Molly. Yeah, I speak Spanish to Molly. Molly. Habla. Habla con ella. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Oh, uh, where are we? Where are we down there? Which date are you? Oh, look at this. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny things, this original simulator. <laughs> original simulator, yes, he's there too. <laughs> 29 August. What costume is this? <laughs> some sort of what? Oh, yeah. wow. 2019. Some sort of white yeah. space ranger. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, the. Yeah, Star Wars, the, uh, <laughs> the um, yeah. Oh, look at this. So many, like, sexual jokes. Hey, think about it. Hey, think about it now. Think about it now. We have been pre-programmed by this. The white men from oh Star God. Wars, the white men from Star Wars are the white coats of today. Mm. Mm. What? How are they called again? These paratroopers, stormtroopers. Paratroopers, these ones. Yeah, they keep order in the Star Wars. A the Corona is an also a celestial term, the solar Corona, right? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Going through some old material and memory. My first time dancing in Colombia. Yeah, yeah, with Adriana. Yes, yes. Young. What's oh, wait, so you look pretty Sorry. young. So what's this 2019? Oh, last year. Oh, so I can. So what, what are you no, like? This was, in, this was in 2009. So oh, I, was 30. Okay. I was 30 there. Okay. Oh, yeah. So what? You're around 40, 40 now. 41, 41 now. Oh, super close. Mm hmm. Um, 
Are you born at the start or end of the year? Am I born what, sorry? So are you born at the start of the year? Born at the start of the start of the year. I, I am born on, you know the song, I don't like Mondays? No. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. You're cutting you know it out, song? sorry. Tell me why I don't like Monday. Tell me why I don't like Monday. You know that song? Oh, that's a, a pretty famous song. It's written no. by it's written by the Boomtown Reds, which uh, is uh, banned by Bob Geldof. Um, this song is written about a special day. <laughs> Not only because, um, well, uh, this day is the main predecessor, you could say, of Sandy Hook. It's a hoax where a woman, Debbie Spencer, allegedly shot children in an elementary school opposite their house with the reason that she didn't like... That Monday, I was born. Okay. It's a strange story, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was also born on the on the slipperiest day in the Netherlands where I was born. It was so slippery that the ambulances couldn't drive. Mm. Oh, so my, are you talking about the Cleveland Elementary? Romeo, and they could drive because they had the red tires to drive. But okay, yeah, please. So the Cleveland Elementary School shooting? Yes, exactly. That's yes, I was right. You were born at the big start of the year, and um, in this almost the same age as a um OS. That's why I guessed you were. He's a bit older than me, I think. Oh, he's born in '78. He told me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, interesting. There's a few of you guys that are '79. Delete sport. Delete the elites born in '79. Mm -hmm. Oh, I so, said, yeah, because um, I picked OS out because he thought I guessed his date of birth. <laughs> he thought I knew it. He asked me if my handler knew it in the chat because <laughs> I posted this date. And he's like, well, who told you that was my date of birth? And then I was like, oh, like I knew you were born in 79. And he's like, that was really close. Who told you that too? <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> So it was just funny. I think I was chatting with um, I was chatting with Delete the Elite yesterday, and so I was like, "It's really funny, like guessing people's like date of birth and their birthdays." Because I never like believed in any of it, but it's like now I'm like really kind of feel sync. We kind of can, you can hear the the you know like because everything's symbolic and archetypes. You know? oh, the zodiac no, is you know is is our calendar. The zodiac. So who we are as people when we're born in the zodiac represents character as well so it's really interesting now that i'm able to pick up when what year people are born in what month uh-huh yeah so that's why i just asked if it was the start of the year because i felt like yeah yeah no great yeah you guessed right also i mean i'm a pretty down-to-earth person as, uh, as you can guess from the name gaia but um if you look at what they say about aquarius i am definitely aquarius creative, non-conformist, and so on. Right? It's, it's pretty obvious. What are these photos? 
What? Uh, where are you? I'm now at my uh, weed collection, but uh, where are you now? I mean, so still in photos only? So yeah, this was posted you? by you on 14 July 2019. Okay, okay, okay. then I'm there, yeah. Oh, uh, good Lord. Uh, I never said anything like that. That's not, that is, uh, that is uh, Robbie Munns. Robbie Munns is, without a doubt, the man with the most balls in the world. He has uh, been dressed up as Adolf Hitler, interviewing a guy from the FPO party in the Austrian parliament. The level of shock comedy this man has produced is unrivaled. Uh, and I have his, oh, his DVDs. And I have also the scenes in Israel, which are not to be found on YouTube. Uh, for uh, some reasons we will not speak about in this podcast. Okay, just no, I haven't I, heard of him. Just because I don't want to give this this tribe of tricksters more platform than they already get. Okay. Yeah, no, no, that's all right. I just wasn't sure what those photos were. What's this? No, no. That is not mine. So this guy <laughs> is not mine. Photos, yeah? This is uh, But okay. Where, where I never said anything like that. <laughs> this Paraguay uh, photo. These uh, naked women uh, are not. That's not me. It's. That is, so that's what I was saying. Just to avoid any confusion. Okay, I will prepare you because that's better. Oh, and you will come across. Oh uh, you come oh, across yeah. this. Uh, are you at uh, July fifth? Uh, no, I'm at June sixth. What oh, is what? this? How, what? how far can you scroll up? Oh, sorry. Six, uh, June sixth. I laugh. The courses can do that to humans. <laughs> what is this? Jesus, you go fast. I, I cannot go so fast. I use my uh, uh, page up oh button. God. I don't use six. Oh, two. I've got a touch screen. Um, so I just use my finger. Yeah, six to June 2019. I see a dog of Laura Mars. Laura, Laura's dog. No, uh, oh, the, the ones with the, uh, the the one I made for John LeBon. Did you see no, that? No, no, the no. meme. The meme I made for John LeBon. I look at it now. No. John LeBon and the orang utans. What does it so, say? Which, let me, which let me, day? Let me which take day? a look. Um, that is, let me go, let me see. That is the uh, 10th of June, 2019. And it says, Hi, mate. Have you done any work yet? It says John LeBon to the Orang Utan. And then the Orang Utan said, Dude, I live in Bor, Neo. And then uh, John LeBon says, Blah, 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 bling, bling, blah. And then the Orang Utan thinks this guy has issues. I don't have the slightest idea why I put this. Kind of meme. By the way, for history to be preserved. Yeah, yeah, but so I'm still in photos only. Yeah, me too. That is in photos only. I'm now, oh yeah. The, the building in Tehran, Iran, where it says that the banner, there's a banner 
uh, painted on the side of the building, it says down with the USA. Uh, what day? Uh, 31st May. Okay. Um, oh, good Lord. One sec. I just got a... One second. Oh, yeah. I have coffee. Oh, yes. I, I'm, I'm a coffee addict, as you can tell, and probably too. But for you, it's in the middle of the day. Mm. Also, uh, in the meantime, you don't mind if I something, eh? I mean, prepare some nice pasta. Molly already got hers, and she ate everything. <coughs> Look, she should. Yeah, Molly, you're great, uh, Molly. Oh, she's looking at me. She know Molly knows when she's being photographed, when she's being podcasted. She recognizes her own image in the mirror. This is she is amazingly intelligent. Yeah, please let's talk about dogs. You you know the blue healer. You recognize blue healer. That's amazing. Because not many people do that. It's Australian. It's a mix of the collie, the the border collie and the dingo. Sorry, I've just come back now. Sorry, were you talking to me? Yeah, the dingo. I was talking about the the, the blue healer. You, please. Oh, sorry, sorry, you're cutting out. Sorry. The blue healer, the Australian oh. kettle dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you Gorgeous. know? About I'm going to the loo. Uh, please talk about it. Uh, so I remember. Uh, yeah, like family, um, friends having one, Ziggy. Was its name, and yeah, it was a cattle dog. Oh, I loved it. That was the first dog that I that I remembered from my childhood. Yeah, and we were up in the country when it died. Yeah, it was really. It was the first time I ever experienced. Sorry, death. Um. Yeah, and it just looking at it lifeless. <clears throat> um. Yeah. So like that. No, I always recognise blue. No? And Border Collies, oh my god, they are the most intelligent dogs. So I went with one of my clients last year to like a dog show and it's just amazing watching well not a dog show, it was um uh it was like not a dog festival, but you know how they hold on events pet owners so they can see the latest products and like that. And watching a tired. Only two. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then like my old flatmate had three of them, and then because one of them was like a rescue, but like purebred, but you know, like, so he still you know you obviously pay good money for them, but the owner just um you know couldn't have it anymore. But um, yeah, so that one would sleep with me, Jesse. Oh, they're just so intelligent. They can read you without you saying anything. You watch their faces and they're so expressive. Oh, love a border collie. I'd love any dog. I always had like small dogs as a kid. And because I was too young and apparently I didn't, you know, wasn't doing very well with being a good pet owner. So then my mum got sorry, me. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I, I just heard something. You only had small dogs as a kid. 
Yeah, yeah, but then my family friends, one of them had a blue healer. Ah, yeah. Ziggy, Ziggy was. Oh, Ziggy. Yeah, his name was Ziggy. Ziggy, like Ziggy Pop. Oh, I I don't know what the oh, reference Iggy was, Pop. but the dog's name Ziggy. Ziggy Marty. Oh, I don't know. Ziggy Marty is the, is the the son of Bob Marty, right? If I know. Oh, oh, is it? I don't know. I'm I like when I was in that religious group, like just we weren't allowed to watch movies. Oh, oh sorry, or, yeah, but this is sorry. You were in a religious group, sorry. You talk about it like you're gardening. <laughs> what am I doing funny saying? <laughs> Talking about it, I, I think I'm just so old, and I'm just like everything. Everything's You're happened. So I think everything's You're happened. Yeah, so old, sorry, but what have you been drinking, smoking? <laughs> Nothing. I'm sober. I I've been so like I'm just I don't even drink anymore because. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. 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 <laughs> nice. Good to hear. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> But I might get some wine tonight. Everything was shut yesterday because it was Good Friday. But I don't know. Like, was it the Good Friday? Yesterday, yeah. Was it the Good Friday? Yeah, it was Good Friday yesterday in Australia. So. But was it, it was a the... Good Friday? Oh, oh sorry. An intent for a joke, but that's sorry. No. <laughs> joke. I think I'm too tired. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, well, I might try and get back on later. Everyone does. Um, or I might just listen in. Mm -hmm. yeah, just, yeah. yeah, of course, always. Mm. Well, thank you so much. Like, um, showing me, going through some photos with chatting with me. I love it. Oh my god. Oh, uh, did, did you see the photo? Um, just about, uh, the 20, what is it? 30, no, 23rd of May, 2019. Uh, let's talk about that photo just a little bit. It's a great one. Um, uh, the carnival party? Yeah. Huh? So I, I was going... What? Yeah, I was um, going a bit extreme, uh, I must say. If, yeah, it was... I had a suit of uh, kiss, uh, and I uh, made it into a fantasy. Art for listeners who don't see the photo, I can put it in the uh, photo art of the episode. Next to me, to the left, is uh, Christian, uh, my uh, friend, and also member, but not being online anymore. But uh, dressed up as Elvis. Uh, together, we went to the carnival in Maastricht, which is just just across the border from Germany, where we lived. And we met there the two other guys who are dressed as who? I don't know who they're dressed as. No? Then, no. then I'm sorry, you have some work to do. Because this movie is among the very best you can get. Every scene of this movie is a gem by itself. The elevator scene where you see... Uh, Cameron Diaz and Benicio del Toro interact is one of the epitomes of acting where you see the female um, mind at work. It's absolutely beautiful. 
Fear and Loading in Las Vegas. Come on. Have you not seen that movie? No. Wow. Uh, you haven't seen any another movie watcher or No, I'm just really behind. I don't know what to watch. Behind? What do you, you don't know what to watch? Oh, sorry. Okay, I have a full list of movies to watch. Uh, it's on Wikipedia. You can access it. I will share the link. Um, and, but for now, in this this Corona craze, um, you talked about Swedes, and we will have a Swede cast. We have three Swedes in App only has uh, Delete Elite and Winnie the Flu, I think. So I have three Swedes, uh, and you as a half Swede, um, uh, is a, a Swedish movie called Metropia. It's 2009. It's cartoon. Um, it is absolutely what's happening now. That movie is very, very eerily close to what's happening now. It's a beautiful movie. Absolutely, you like. Um, uh, what is it, Mary and it's another like uh, some more Hollywood one. It's a very beautiful movie as well. But Metropia is a very uh, dark movie. It's dystopic and not anymore, right? Look around. Mm. There are no dystopic movies anymore. I think predictive movies or so. We have Judge Dredd, where you talked about these movies, right? Judge Dredd, Demolition Man, Minority Report, Pre-Crimes. And it's not uh, not going to be nice. My oh, is this you the devil? Yeah, oh, look at that! That was in, that was in uh, Carnival in Cologne. Uh, Oh, and the cat. Uh, did you see the cats? Oh, you see yes! Did you draw yeah, those? The, no, the, the one at the top is the one of uh, Christian, my German friend, and the one at the bottom is... I, I projected this photo on the, the TV, like I used my laptop then, and then at the couch we were just starting to draw. Oh, wow, very good. Mm -hmm. Thanks. You're welcome. Oh, what fun you guys have! That's lovely. Uh, do you see the photo where I'm in completely <laughs> with all the girls? You there with all the girls? Oh yeah, they look cute. Um, you know these um fairy costumes. Look at these thongs. Painted <laughs> <laughs> <some> toenails. That uh, is not no paint toenails. That's not. But it was something I found. Oh, you so see the house of Osama bin Laden. Yeah, is that, that is the photo. This photo I have taken from the car when I was in front of the house of Osama bin Laden in Khartoum, Sudan. Like a cartoon. This is all just a story playing out. That. Cartoon. Oh, look at Oh, you see, oh, uh, you like cats? Yeah, I love it. Look at Exoteric's cat. Oh, oh yeah, he's talked about them. Oh, they're cute. Yeah, they're, they're cute. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh. Oh. Fluffy. oh fuck. Oh sorry if you don't swear. Look at the cat next to Laura Marty. Yeah, there's a Laura's cat. When I was oh, talking about my pets as a kid, like I taught my cat to sit and shake hands. Because I had to oh. teach my puppy. And so, because we got the cat from the vet because someone had left her. And then I was like teaching to shake hands for food. And then I was very fair, you know, the puppy having to learn this and the kitties just get in the food without sitting or shaking hands. So I taught her to sit and shake hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then my neighbor, I was cat sitting a bit last year. And she said, yeah, she got her cat. Beautiful. Oh, I love him. She named him uh, Weasley, like Ronald Weasley because he's all ginger. And okay. this, and her, the cat was so, so clever. So it's a like, male. It's a male by definition. Uh, yeah, I guess it just had all orange hair. And so, and so she said, he, her, the cat can, Weasley can do a ton of tricks as well. And I said, yeah, people underestimate cats. Like they're so clever. Like you can get oh, them yeah. to do all these different things. And then there's the um, uh, like Exoteric was telling me about the myth of uh, the Virgo that um, is reborn as a sphinx. So, like, that's the zodiac, like, you know, like, you know, Virgo being born and then it goes back to Leo in August. And so, and then my shaman friend was saying, um, because then he was talking to me about, um, because I was telling him how my neighbour was telling, because I started going sailing with them and, um, you know, a rescue effort. To, you know, uh, towards the kid, you know, um, and the rescue boats towards the kid. And the dolphins were just incredible. And I said, yeah, I feel really good energy from dolphins. And he was saying that it's dolphins, uh, cats, humans. And then what was the other one he said? And then I said to him, oh, is, do you think it's cats because of the Virgo being reborn in Leo? And then he was like, oh, I never thought of it that way. And I said, yeah, like, um, like I just pat random cats and one of them, um, at this apartment block, yeah, it just started licking my hand last week. That's really beautiful. And so, there's something special about cats. Oh, very much. Uh, did, did you see oh, my my uh, R.I.P. cat? Oh, which one, sorry? With the uh, text it, on the, on the oh, photo. Oh, fuck you, psycho psychopath. Yes, okay. the text is oh. mine. The photo is completely unedited. It is as it is, as she was. <laughs> That's gorgeous. Oh, what was her name? Pro, which oh, so means your cat- which means trash. Oh, Dutch. you called your cat trash. Well, it it means more. It also means a gift which is worth nothing, like like a yeah, stupid gift. Oh, but I, I, but I saw her being born on the fourth oh, wow. of July. On the fourth of July. Oh. Yeah, so that was pretty special. So. Yeah, uh, she lived until seventeen. Wow! Oh, wow! Yeah, and they say like pets, like indoor plants, they live um, like longer if they've got really good owners. So it depends on like the energy of the home. How long pets and indoor plants were living. Yeah. Yeah, oh, very right. much. Well, yeah, thank yeah, you so much for is... sharing all that with me. Yeah, of course. Of course, no problem. I might head off. Um, yeah. But I'll definitely, you'll start seeing comments as I scroll through. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, the, the thing is, uh, start producing podcasts uh, more often. And I want to make it as professional as uh, the intro I made for Willows was. I'm really proud of it. Really, wow. Yeah, for an, uh, a complete beginner in Audacity, I must say it went pretty well. I want to wow. do that for everything. So uh, if you have music you like, what what kind of music do you kind of bands or groups, then I will pick one of my own choice out of what you like. Oh, no, I liked what you were playing before. That was great. Hardstyle? Yeah, I will play Hardstyle anyway, but you're liking. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm not too fussy. Um, I'll, I'll have a think about it. Okay, cool. Alrighty. Well, how do I say goodbye in Dutch? Uh, well, officially you would scenes, but you don't say that, no. You okay. say oh, doey, doey, doey. Doey. Yeah. Doey. I haven't said Spanish. that word in, in years already. Okay, yeah. Or in Spanish? Um, well, at this moment, you would say to me here in Colombia, Buena noche, que descanses. Buenas noches, buenas cansi. Buenas noches, que descanse. Buenas noches, descanse. Yeah, que is it means you may descanses rest. Okay. Day well, que you cansis. Que que descanses. Yeah. Que que descanses. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Thank, <laughs> thank, you. thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, wow. What a chance. Wow, what a day. This is amazing. Good Friday. Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe best Friday. Better name. Man. What a, what a name. Talking about what a name. His name is Kerubin, which means... Cherubin, angel. <laughs> I've never seen anyone in the Spanish-speaking world with that name. Wow, what an absolutely awesome. <sighs> People in the future, if you listen to this, this is how living in a war is. We're living a war. And you guys, in the future, if you listen to this, you haven't lived without it. You don't know how the world was before this. So, and the people listening now, please document and uh, download material from the past, the world without this corona craze. The world before, the world where we still hugged each other and in the stupid rules that you couldn't just approach each other closer than a meter and men can go out on the streets one day and women the other the fuck this is absolutely craziness and yeah this uh, craziness is not going to stop soon so we will talk about this more on IMI Radio 
And yeah, everyone uh, listening and so on, join in and uh, let your heart speak and your mind and your bright minds and let's find ways out of this. Um, because we have to be prepared for the future because we know the future. We can see it happening in front of our eyes. We uh, have studied so many things in the past and you can see that this entertainment from before, well, if you do that, then I think you lose a lot of opportunity because you can learn from it and apply the lessons in the now. And I didn't expect this to happen now, but I did expect this to happen. And especially the social distancing, the social division that is being created. We are the Muslims now. We are the Muslims of 9-11, we are the virus deniers, the uh, Holocaust deniers, right? The story deniers, the story deniers how if it's Holocaust or climate change or um, uh, viruses or whatever, invisible monsters, um, then we are the deniers of that. So we're branded. We are Haunted. We are. The propaganda is against us. So the normies will believe the propaganda because that's what normies do. And they hear that we are bad people, that we are causing other people to die because they die from an invisible monster. And the solution for that, so, supposedly, we want not in our bodies. In our own bodies, we're not saying anything about other people. What they do with their bodies is their job, their task, their decision, their opportunity in life, I would say. And what we do or don't do is our decision. And that respect needs to be there. And that respect is being completely destroyed. Because in the near future, there is no traveling anywhere. Internationally, probably airports, they will start there. Just like what they did with 9-11 with, we are the water bottles. We are the water bottles. Right? It's not anymore what we carry, what we take, what we do, but what we are. We are walking viruses, according to this idea. We are walking biological weapons. That's how humanity is being viewed now. And that idea is being propagated into the population who stays at home not only watches Netflix and YouTube but also watches the news and the news is telling them and the public opinion is telling them that we virus deniers and anti-vaxxers are bad people and how can Staying close to nature, that what is that what we are, that's how we are created. How can that be bad? It can only be good. And the ramping up of the transhumanist agenda is enormous in this case now. <coughs> 
because we will be walking machines soon with microchips planted under our skins. And this hour, let's say that I want to post, postpone, no, um, uh, yeah, postpone, postpone this hour word forever, but I want to see until when we can drag that until when we can still travel or get a loan or visit the hospital or the cinema or whatever or the shopping center without having a microchip in your body like 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 animals like dogs like like microchipping an animal it's, I mean, they're not hiding anything about their their Jewism, their their uh, we see the goyim, the cattle. No, that's completely out in the open. There's no conspiracy, and if there is no conspiracy, you cannot be a conspiracy theorist. So we can all stop using that word because there's no conspiracy. It's happening right in front of our eyes. And luckily now nobody can say anymore that there weren't warnings of these things. You could go the Alex Jones way. But you could also go the more optimistic and positive way and think Ash and Fast Value tonight. And optimism. It's hard to be optimistic at this uh, stage. And one afternoon it hit me as well. Everything. It was pretty hard to deal with everything. Psychologically, it's a mental war, psychological warfare, like always. And if they get into your head, they win, so don't let them. Make them disappear. If you don't believe in the virus, it, it's not there. If you don't give them the powers they think they have, they're not there. If you comply, yeah, then then you, you lose. You're, you are the sheeple of the future. <coughs> of the present, but of the future too. And Molly agrees, I think, or so. She hears voices. They're, they're real, they're not in our heads. Molly, hey! Molly! 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 Hey! Yeah, and you wake up all the dogs in all the neighborhoods. Keep it coming, not allowed to make mistakes. Keep it coming, we're the Dutch heavyweights. Keep it coming, didn't you know the time is now? Keep it coming, never ever take us down. Keep it coming, take this like it's understood.
my radio. There's monkey. Radio. Listen and comment and join my Discord.